This program is a proud member of Univaz. Unified, unique, voices. Learn more at univazpods.net. Hello, my name's Patrick, and I'm a Scream Queen. I'm a Scream Queen, and so are you! of Scream Queens, the podcast where horror gets gay. This is episode 193, and tonight is a very special night because we have a Friday the 13th on the calendar. And as you know, that can only mean one thing. It's time. Friday the 13th Spectacular! I haven't done this in so long, my tongue can't do it. Spectacular! There we go. And tonight we're covering Slaughter High from either 1985 or 1986, depending on who you talk to. And what website you go to. Now you might be saying, Patrick, that's not a Friday the 13th series movie. And I'll say, I know that, but I've already covered them all. Just trust me and shut up. And by the way, your hair looks super cute today. Am I forgiven for yelling at you? I hope so. And I'm going to be joined to talk about this very strange little movie with two of my favorite guests. Yes, I'm talking about Allison Awacki and Brian J. Polk. And oh, you're in for a treat. But first, please allow me to introduce myself. My name is Patrick Walsh and I am your host. And for the next two hours or so, I'm going to be your guide to the weird and wonderful world of horror movies but it's seen through my very very gay little eyes that's right i just did a snap in a circle i hope you heard it we've got business to take care of because we gotta get smoochy watch out of the way smoochy watch da 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 what's going on with that cat well she's sick again god damn it she came down with a cold on friday and she's so stuffy and sniffly that when I pet her and she purrs, it sounds like she's farting out of her nose. Which sounds hilarious. Well, yeah, it is hilarious. But no, I feel really bad for her. And, you know, when I first heard it, I kept, she was just purring in her sleep and I kept hearing, And I thought Mr. Brad had moved back into the apartment, but no, it was just Smoochie. Mr. Brad farts a lot for new listeners. And Mr. Brad is my ex for new listeners. He's also the tech guy who takes care of the website and everything. Like, never, never talk about Mr. Brad, we're talking about Smoochie. So once again, like clockwork, every time I've got just enough funds to finally buy a goddamn dining set for my apartment so that this gaping furnitureless room that you walk into when you come in might have something in it. Oh no. Smoochie's like, I'll be taking that, thank you. She's got her appointment tomorrow and let's just wish her luck. Well, you know, by the time you hear this, she'll already be on medication and be fine. But you know, whatever. Thoughts and prayers. Whatever. I was speaking of which you know what? I can't. I can't with current events. I can't with anything that no. 
No, you know what I mean? I'm talking about Las Vegas. I'm talking about all the anti-LGBT stuff that's happening. All these things that are people trying to pass. And I'm not going there today. And you know why? Because it's Friday the 13th, damn it. It's going to be a bad enough day for a lot of people, particularly horny teenagers or or horny middle-aged British people pretending to be teenagers. So we don't need to get into any of that. But just know my heart is breaking for a lot of people right now, and it's getting really hard to keep up. And I've done nothing in the past few weeks. I've had no life. I have gone nowhere. I have seen nothing. I have seen no one because I have been in rehearsals for East in Red, the play that I was performing through Dark House Theater, which went up this weekend. And 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 it was a rough rehearsal process, and the first two shows were pretty rough, but hey, last night's show went really fantastic, just in time for us to close, but that's the way theater goes. You know, you need a couple of shows to get rolling, just like a TV show. It takes about six episodes in front of an audience to figure out what's going on. Same thing happened here, but we finally figured it out, but now we're closed, so there you go. So I want to thank listener Chris and his husband Kyle for coming out on Friday night to see my opening night. That is, and and they took me out for fabulous cocktails and snacks at Death and Company, which is a fantastic bar that I did not even know was there, which you think I would because of the name of it, but I didn't. But there you go, because I live under a rock. But what can you do? And Chris was great. Chris, Chris and they were both great, but Chris was just great beforehand. He's like, "Well, I hope coming to see the show is going to get me Scream Queen of the Week." And I pretty pointedly said, "Asking for Scream Queen of the Week is a sure way to not get Scream Queen of the Week." And besides, Chris. The following night, listener Vanessa came to the show, as well as Mr. Brad. Do I have to give them Scream Queen of the Week as well? I know I haven't given Scream Queen of the Week out in a long time, so by the time I give it out, it's going to be like Scream Queen of the Quarter. But these are how things go. It's not going to happen. Thank you for coming. You have my undying love and affection, but a tiara? No. No. You weren't going to get one anyway, so no. No. And for new listeners, the prize for winning Scream Queen of the Week is a tiara that you will never get because all tiaras are mine. You know, it's this whole conundrum, whatever. Chris knows. He listens. Whatever. Well, actually, before we go any further, there are a few other people who have stepped up to the plate in the last couple of weeks who have gone above and beyond. And they deserve recognition as well. Now, okay, we're, since we're on East and Red, let's just talk about it. This was a problematic rehearsal process. Rehearsals were the, pro, the the whole the overall rehearsal schedule was extremely long. But let's just say it was a rudderless ship for a while. There was a lot of wasted time because we didn't have a stage manager to keep us on track, and actors need to be kept on track because we'll go off in La La Land. Otherwise, you need someone on the business end going focus. And things were got messy and. There was a problem. One of the first things they will teach you, if you do high school theater, community theater, one of the first things they teach you is that actors do not give other actors notes. They either come from the stage manager or the director, or that's it. That is it. Otherwise, it will be chaos. But we didn't have a stage manager. So another actor got into the habit of giving other actors extensive notes. And this actor had ridden me several times, and I just said, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But then the Saturday before we opened, at one of our Saturday night rehearsals, because that's where you want to be on a Saturday night in New York City, this person 
just went on and on and on and on for 20 minutes saying how I needed to change my entire character because it was making this person uncomfortable. And they feel like they needed to be friends with my character, so I needed to change everything that I was doing to make this person's idea of how the show should go happen. That's not how acting works. Acting, by definition, is reacting. Acting is not planning out the actions of others or even what you're going to do. Sure, you can set your goals. You can set what you want to happen in a scene. And you have to use everything in your power, using the words on the page and the actions that are given. You have to use everything in your power to twist them and use them and and utilize those tools to get what you want. But it is not the job of the other actors to get you to your goal because they have their own goals. And that's where the interesting things happen because you can't have drama without tension if everybody's helping each other to their goals. No tension. And it also is extremely unprofessional. And it went on, it went on, it went on, it went on. And I'm looking around the room for somebody to put an end to this shit. But then I realized, oh right, nobody's in charge here. So I put an end to that shit when I walked out. See, they called me for a Saturday night rehearsal and they weren't using me. I was sitting around for hours and hours and hours and then this shit happened and I had had it. So I went for an angry walk, stomp, 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 with every intention of quitting. And I called listener Vanessa. Vanessa McHenry. And I was like, they did tell me that and they talked me off the ledge. Talked me off the ledge, tell me why I shouldn't quit. And she was like, I think you should quit. And then I had actually before that I had called Doug Shapiro, you know, from the Death on the Nile, the Agatha Christie episodes, first in the musical, all those great shows. He was not available to take my call initially, so I called Vanessa. And then in the middle of Vanessa's call, Doug called, and he was being his great because Doug is also a career coach for actors and artists and stuff, so he's got this shit. Down. He's talking me, not talking me off the ledge, but calming me down, and he's doing his spiel, his whole, uh, is it helping your career? Is it bringing you joy? No and no. And he said, well, I think you should quit. I said, Doug, you were supposed to tell me not to quit. He says, well, I think you should quit. I'm like, oh, no. I didn't quit, obviously. But it was about then I realized, oh, my goodness, it's Rosh Hashanah. I just, had, I just bothered Doug Shapiro during the high holy days, and he called me back. What a great friend. But I was very happy to have those two people there. Maybe they didn't talk me out of not quit. I mean, I mean, I, 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 they both said to quit. I didn't listen to them, but they did manage to calm me down. So I was not going to murder anybody, which I was very close to doing. And that deserves some recognition. So maybe you guys should be Scream Queens of the Week. Doug and Vanessa. Actually, Vanessa, this is twice you've been up for the up for up for the Scream Queen of the Week in one episode. Well, gosh, if this was a voting system, then you would definitely be winning. But actually, there is one other person at the end of the last episode. I put out a desperate cry that help, Daddy needs an intern to help with social media, and I've made this cry before. No one has responded. I did not. 
expect a response. But then out of the blue, in my email inbox, was a message from listener Alexis. And now I have an intern. Alexis has taken over the Scream Queen's Instagram account because daddy can't Instagram. And so far she's been doing a bang up job. I am also going to be giving her, she's going to be hearing this for the first time here, I'm going to be giving her the additional powers by making her a moderator on the two Facebook pages as well. So she can post stuff there too because she's amazing. And again, she's been talking me off the ledge through this whole Eastern Red thing as well because there have been many problems, many, many, many problems, many, many unnecessary problems, but it's over now. So that's another contender for the Scream Queen of the Week. Oh my God. How am I going to choose? What? My head is so filled with love and appreciation for all of you who stepped up and helped me in ways that I didn't expect people to. Chris, I didn't expect anybody to come to this crazy show, and there you were, and I didn't expect you to pick up the bill for the cocktails. And then your husband, Ken, I can't believe I, you, you sat through this shit for your husband. That's love, baby. That's love and that's dedication. And all of you are so wonderful. And maybe this is the spirit of Halloween talking through me. And maybe this is just the giving mode I'm into setting up this fundraiser. But for the love of God... All of you are Scream Queens of the Week! Yes, Chris, Ken, Vanessa, Doug, and Carly! You're all the Scream Queens of the Week, motherfuckers! You get a tiara, and you get a tiara, and Ken gets a tiara, and Chris gets a tiara, and Doug gets a tiara, Vanessa gets two tiaras, and then Carly gets a tiara! <laughs> now give them back. None of you get to keep them. Come on now. I may be giving right now, but come on. I ain't that giving. Come on. Chalk, cough them up. Cough them up. Cough. Chris. Chris. Chris, do not try to pass it off as a bangle bracelet. You did not come in with that. Give it back. Give it the fuck back now, queen. Uh, what else is happening? So everything is gearing up for the Halloween Marathon, which is going to start October 17th and go the full two weeks. That means an episode of Scream Queen once a day, every day until the mighty, mighty night of Halloween or until I drop dead, whichever comes first. I have never done a marathon that was this long before and I got to say I'm quite terrified yes I'm doing pre-planning yes I've already recorded a lot of interviews and yes I'm lining up movies for me to watch in the next uh you know couple of weeks so that I'm not burning out and stuff but I know I'm gonna burn out I know I'm gonna be a crippling heat but this year it's going to be different it is official I am going to make my suffering mean something because I have joined up with the new alternatives shelter for homeless LGBT youth here in New York City. So we're going to be raising funds for them. Okay? We're going to treat it like a telethon. 
and we'll get into the nitty gritty of that at the time. But if you're under, if you don't really understand well, why does it have to be the homeless LGBT, why can't it just be regular homeless people? Well, I will explain this to you. Well, first of all, this is a gay podcast. Welcome. I got to take care of my own people. But what people don't know is that forty percent of homeless teenagers around the country identify as LGBT. When you compare that to the fact that LGBT people overall only make up about 10% of the population, those numbers are extremely skewed. So these are kids that have been thrown out of their homes or couldn't stay in their homes or were afraid to be home or whatever. And they need help. So we're going to be doing that because that's what screamers do. And the other thing I'm aware of that with the hurricanes and Las Vegas and Puerto Rico and and all these things that are happening right now, we might be a little fundraisered out. But that doesn't mean I'm not going to try. Because that is also what screamers do. When the odds are ridiculous, you do it anyway. What am I going to do? Not do it? It's in my head. I can't not do it. Now you understand. Anyway, things to watch for your homework. Things that I will tell you will be coming up in the marathon so that you can play along at home are Ginger Snaps, Chopping Mall, Scare Zone, The Lady in White, and a real stinker with Yvonne DiCarlo. But, you know, I'm not going to make you watch that. I'm going to suffer for you for that one. But, no. Anyway. And we're also, I'm lining up some interesting people. There's some gay podcasters that, that are coming on that are horror-related. And you're going to meet them. And that's going to be good. i got some gay authors coming on. And, and, you know, when I say gay, you know, I mean LGBT. It's just that I'm a child of the 70s. What do you want from me? It's hard for me to redefine my terminology. But just know the rainbow people. They're all rainbow people. And they got something to say. And they'll be saying it here. And you'll be like, oh, my God. Patrick, this is so amazing. How do you do? And I'll say, I don't know. I must be on crack, but I thought you didn't do crack anymore. I don't do crack anymore. I didn't do crack in the first place. I did something that never mind. Whatever. Shut up. Shut up. Shut your mouth. Since I have virtually nothing to talk about since, you know, Eastern Red has been my life for the past month and a half, let's just start the goddamn spectacular, shall we? I think that's a great idea. So why don't we listen to the trailer for Slaughter High? And get down to it, get down to it, chichi ha ha ha. Well, there's no chichi ha ha this time. This jingle jingle. Ta- well, forget it. You'll learn all this later. I don't know what's going on. Oh. Marty Ranson was the dork of Doddsville High. You get undressed in there. His classmates laughed at him. Are you ready? Here's Marty. They tormented him. And then they went too far. Now, five years later, Marty's throwing a little party. A class reunion. Come on, you guys, let's party. They say he still roams the nut house. Ever hopeful of that chance to escape so he can take his evil revenge out on us all. And he's making sure everyone has the time of their life. I feel sick. He's created a romantic atmosphere for rekindling old flames. 
and a nice place to just hang around. Marty hasn't forgotten a thing. He's giving them a blast from the past they'll never forget. Marty Ranson is still a dork, but tonight he's getting even. Best Run Pictures presents Slaughter High. So here we are, kids. The day we thought might never happen, or well, we knew it was going to happen, but we didn't know what we were going to do. See, listeners who are new, I know, I keep talking about you today. I don't mean to keep pointing you out, but these are things you need to know. If and when you go back and listen to old episodes, just know that in the past, every time a Friday the 13th popped up on the calendar, I would do the next installation in the film series. And since I am very, very old, I saw most of them in the theaters. So I had a unique experience for most people, for people who came to the series late and stuff. And, you know, we didn't know anything about anything. And also there was always fascinating and weird and wonderful and bizarre and sexy and perverted stories that happened all around me seeing those movies. But I've covered them all. So nobody knew what I was going to do. So fortunately, Slaughter High came along and those print ads, even the, the video box that I'm looking at right now, says right there on the cover from the makers of the Friday the 13th. So I said, hey, why don't I start covering some movies that were made by the people who made Friday the 13th? There's plenty of those people and there's plenty of those connections. This is a great place to start because even though there's no movies left in the theater, uh, in the series, rather. How could I not have a Friday the 13th spectacular? Now, I know you're wondering what the fuck does cha-cha music have to do with Friday the 13th? Absolutely fucking nothing, but it's my goddamn spectacular. And if I want to listen to cha-cha music, I'm going to do it. I did get cha-cha heels for Christmas, and if I got cha-cha heels, I'm going to cha-cha. And what better time to do that than on Friday the 13th? Because we might all be machete murdered any minute. Am I right? Of course I'm right. I'm always right. So I'm going to bring on my guests right about now. So we're going back in time to, like, three weeks ago when I sat down with Brian and Allison to talk about Slaughter High. Enjoy. So joining me in the first ever non-canon Friday the 13th Spectacular are two of my favorite guests. They are out of California. They are the husband and wife teams, and as I love to call them, they're the Lunfontaines of Pod Faders. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, the one and only Brian Pope and Allison Nowacki. What's up, Patrick? Nothing. We're going to talk about movie and shit. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, some of you are probably no. very confused right now because they're like, Patrick, you ran out of all of Friday the 13th movies. You did them all. Why are you doing this movie? So I decided that in order to continue the tradition of the Friday the 13th spectacular, I'm going to make pictures. 
I'm gonna t- I'm gonna do movies. I'm gonna make pictures. I'm gonna make pictures about <laughs> talking about movies. What am I talking about? Okay, fix it and post. Fix it and post. I am gonna start talking about movies that were made by the people that made the Friday the Thirteenth movies. And as it says right in the trailer and on the video box, right at the top, it says Slaughter High from the makers of Friday the Thirteenth. So that's why we're doing it. <laughs> Something to be proud of right here. This and film. you know what the connection is between this movie and the people who made Friday the 13th, guys? What is it? Nothing. It's a lie. <laughs> what, really? I thought you were going to say, like, the caterer. <laughs> no, there is no relate. The only connection that I can find is that Harry Menfordini did, all the, did the music for this and also did the music for all the Friday the 13th movies. That's not a maker's. That's a person. That's one maker. No, they lied. I can't believe advertising lied. (laughs) (laughs) And can I just say the music was awful in this. Okay, before we go any further, the movie that we're talking about is Slaughter High from 1986. We've already listened to the trailer, so you're all caught up on it. And... Yeah, and the thing is, which I'll be playing clips of when we get through it, is that Harry Menfordini totally recycled exact music that he used in Friday the 13th Part 5. Oh, wow. Note for note for note for note, which he's notorious for doing anyway. But that nice synth sound uh, accompanied by the baritone sax. Yeah, and the occasional and the occasional sharp strings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But this I, time, instead of chi chi ha ha, we get jingle jingle, jingle jingle. <laughs> so much jingling. Ching ching ching. Okay, since this is a very special occasion, and it is the Friday the 13th Spectacular, and the fact that this movie was horrible, and I'm so sorry that I inflicted it on anybody, <laughs> Patrick is going to be drinking. Oh, yeah. I don't know about you guys, but I'm drinking some beer. That was an actual line from the movie, too. <laughs> that was. I wrote it down. I was like, I'm going to Oh, my gosh. I hope, you don't, I hope you don't drink it too fast and your stomach explodes all over Alice and then she takes a bath. <laughs> right? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I have so many questions and notes on that section. I have so many questions and notes on this movie in general. I think this is the first movie you've inflicted on us, Patrick, that my my notes are not so much notes, but just a series of questions. That's not, you know, Allison loves questions. <laughs> I, you, you know, know why? Because why? hashtag Allison is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that died. It that never dies. I forget nothing. <laughs> oh. Oh I forget God. nothing. Hey, since I don't feel like talking about the movie, how do you guys feel about Big Brother this season? Oh, God. can we talk about ups and downs? Can we talk about being kind of eh and how much we hate that everyone's following Paul? But, man, and how much I don't like Josh at all, except for when he figures stuff out and makes crazy faces. Like, it's, it's sometimes I'm like, oh, it's Big Brother. And then when I'm watching it, I'm like, oh, my God, this is why I love Big Brother. But, like, getting each episode, I'm just like, here we go. Oh my God, that was so good, and I get excited while watching it. So it's been a, it's been an odd season. Yep, I heard me. they had farting unicorns on this time. Wait, in the what? latest episode. 
I heard there were farting, oh. the farting unicorn challenge in this latest. Oh, did, did there, I, I, I didn't, we didn't watch last night. Oh shit! We sorry, there were farting unicorns. Movie. Yeah, but the farting unicorns are not a Broadway and... clamp. Oh. <laughs> Can I tell you guys? I gave I gave up on this season week three. Did you? Yeah, I just I I can't deal with these people anymore. I hate everybody. Like to at this le- like normally at this. I normally wind up hating everybody and I want to stop watching, but that's usually much, much later. I said for this to be happening this early, I'm out. And the yeah. only thing I'm living, living for is, hey, listener, Trey Dean. Trey Dean, every, every time there's an episode, he posts Julie Chan's outfit from that, from that episode. It's like, so does CBS hate, does the wardrobe department hate Julie Chen tonight? It's been so awful this season, her outfits. It's just been a roller coaster of like, I'm a teen girl. No Yeah, way. she's dressing like I'm she's 11. Adult. Yeah, she, why like, are they dressing her like that? Like some weird avant-garde like teen girl. Yeah. Like, just like, look how edgy and strange my outfits are. This was her uh, season I have of off my the pants. Yeah. I'm wearing jeans, guys. I'm Julie Chen. Um, but uh-huh. this is also the season of off the shoulder for Julie Chen, but only one shoulder, and it doesn't look like it's meant to be that way. So well, at least they didn't do that nude illusion thing that they did last season, and her titty yes. fell out. <laughs> oh my gosh! And they did not dress her up like a couch yet this year. Yes. <laughs> okay, that's enough Big Brother talk. <laughs> Patrick, though, wait, I am surprised. This is the one thing that's kept me going through Big Brother this season, and now me. this one thing is gone. Is that Alex? The um, yeah. The, the Asian girl was literally like Asian Allison. She and was Asian Allison for a while. I know, right? Until she lost, and then she was no longer Asian no, Allison. No, and then she, but she got really annoying and stupid really quick, and not like Allison stupid, but like stupid stupid. <laughs> right? <laughs> you would be you would be wearing those ears all the time either because they were stupid. They were. That stupid. is true. They were stupid. But okay, she now was speaking of stupid, a lot of Allison moments. Just saying. Speaking of stupid, <laughs> this fucking movie. Yes, yeah, since you guys are the guests, could you please give me a 30-second description of the very basic plot of Slaughter High? Go, Alex. High school students pull awful prank on Nerd Kid. Uh, X amount of years later, Nerd Kid seeks revenge by killing them all. Perhaps a dream. Perhaps a dream. Perhaps not. Who knows? Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, so this this actually was kind of weird because when this was in production and back when I used to read Fangoria, there were three movies coming out at the same time, all called April Fool's Day. This right, was one I've of them. heard of April Fool's Day, the one that I guess kept the title. Yes, yes, which was actually made by the Friday the 13th people, but it's not April. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't do that movie. Stupid me. <laughs> Because that's a good movie. But there's no boobs. No boobs. Uh, so I would have been torn. I'd be like, what do I do? Do I give them a good movie with no boobs or do I give them a bad movie with several boobs? And Kane. You wouldn't, we'll get you to would, that. No. You would not have heard the end of it if there was no boobs in this movie, though. <laughs> I just would have watched no, that. I, no, 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 no. For a movie to be this bad and have no boobs, I would have been merciless. <laughs> the only real star in this is uh, of genre note is Carolyn Monroe, who of course was in the uh, world famous model back in the seventies and eighties, and she was in the Joe Spinelli Maniac movie. And boy, can she not act! She was the one who played Carol. Yes, yeah. She, can. she only plays people with people with names like hers. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case you forget, we're gonna name you like you. Yes. Oh, my goodness. 
Now, one of the really weird things about this movie is that everybody's British. Yes. Yeah, I, I had looked up just like, it's so like, this movie title sounds familiar, and I used to work at a video store, so it's like, I'm sure I'd see the box, so I wanted to see what the cover looked like, and that's when I found out, oh, hey, everybody is British, but they're pretending to be American. Which Badly. Was, Yes, mm-hmm. like a couple of slips, slip-ups of uh, American accents, real bad. And almost Irish at one point in the car, they were going <laughs> Irish, but my question was Yeah, this. you stopped me at one point, like... What's with these accents? But my real, once Brian explained it to me that these are all European actors pretending to be American, I said, yeah, but the accents they're choosing are all different regions. Like, yeah. you have the one that's, like, very, hey, New York, and you got, like, yeah. the one girl that's like, I'm a Debbie, I, I'm from the 50s. Uh, but, yeah, that's yeah. the only American. That girl who played, um, uh, b- 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 oh, gosh, Stella. Stella. Yes. Was was from, is from Texas. Wait. Oh, wow, that was probably her real accent. <laughs> that is probably her real accent, and yet it, among all the other fake accents, it sounds fake. Yes. And I guess, I guess they figured that a slasher movie with British people wouldn't sell. I, I, have I don't know why they made this choice, because it's so distracting it when is. you notice it. Yeah, because Nancy goes in and out of her accent constantly. 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 And I was just wondering, I'm like, would the acting be so bad? If everyone wasn't, everyone wasn't so conscious of what they were saying all the time, because the acting in this is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, you're giving them way too much credit. No, I mean, a lot of these people have a lot of credits, you know, I, particularly in British TV. So, I mean, long, long careers. So I figure they must be decent. Wow. But I know how it is when you're doing an accent role. Like, you're not really thinking about Ooh. acting as much as you're just thinking about how you sound all the time. Well, that's and it would have been so easy to just make it British. Well, in the 80s, was, was like, British not, didn't, did it not have so much cachet like it does now, where it's like, oh, it's British, with, like, Downton Abbey. I don't and know, I don't know. I guess they were just, a, I, they, made the, they made the choice, and they stuck with it, and it's a bad one. And I guess they also figured that, hey, I guess, like, teenagers aren't really marketers, so we're going to put 60-year-old people. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to put, like, 16 of them. Can we have a cast of, like, 16? We, we want to keep these, these killings happening on a like ten minute interval, so we're gonna start off with a huge ass cast that you can barely keep track of. Yeah, yeah, it's a huge. Some people only have two or three lines. Yeah, such and, a big cast. And and then and we'll, we'll get to this when we get to the big finale. You know, the big everybody's popping up finale. Yeah. Some some cast members aren't there. It's not the full cast. It's like there's people that could clearly like I'm not coming back for this. Fuck it. No, we can't fit I, you I, in I got the a room. job on East End. Rent this room. The fog machine's already in. We can't fit you. <laughs> You're you're out. You're cut. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's yeah, it's because I mean, it starts out when they're all supposedly in high school and they're already ancient, and then it's supposed to be their ten year reunion, and so that makes them what twenty eight, and they're still way too old. Was it supposed to be their ten year reunion? They, they said ten year. They said reunion. I could have swore at some point they said ten years. Ten felt right, but I don't remember them actually saying it. Because they said reunion, and then at one point they wanted to put it on what was that kid's name? Skip. The the main kid. Skip, yeah, the main the main kid. They were like, "Did you plan this?" And for some reason, he was like, "Yes, yes, I did." Why would he? Why is he? What? (laughs) Okay, let's back up. 
Let's go. <laughs> We're way ahead of ourselves. Okay, so we, 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 the, the day dawns. It's another day at Doddsville High School, <laughs> which I immediately called Oldsville High School. <laughs> Or Dottering High School. Dottering. <laughs> oh, I like that. They're old. They're very old. They're really old. And the thing is, if it was a short opening sequence, like five minutes, you'd get away with it. But it's like a half an hour. It is. Oh, my God. When we're in yeah. the past. And uh, so so it's like you have this gang of assholes that are picking on poor little Marty. Marty. Come on, Marty. Marty, whose last name just fell out of my head. Ranchick or something? Ranson, Ranson, Marty Ranson. Thank you. And you yeah. feel bad for Marty because they, they immediately reveal in the most 80s way possible that it's April Fool's Day, you know, by taking a calendar, page-a-day calendar <laughs> thing down as they're running after Marty. Now, this is the first moment I realized this movie was going to be like a clown car when they all, like, try to get... So they try to get Marty in this bathroom so that they can get him naked thinking he's going to have sex with this Carol model. Carol woman. Monroe, yeah, who is who is gorgeous for a 40-year-old She's gorgeous. Woman. She's gorgeous. <laughs> Come on. Come on, you want to do it, don't you? Are you kidding? Sure I do. You know, Marty, game for anything. You have done it before, right? What do you think you got here? Some little virgin? Me, I'm a sex machine. <laughs> but there's like 30 of them. They have like a whole video crew. Like, we got a boom yep. mic operator <laughs> coming in to try to film this ultimate Yeah, and there's an electric crew, and they have them set up to be electrocuted, too, so it's not just humiliation to try to kill him. It's crazy. <laughs> they had craft services. I didn't know what was going on. So, Marty, poor they Marty. Had Mar- they had Howard Cosell commentating on the whole thing. <laughs> I mean, they really set you up to feel bad for Marty because they have him dressed as the ultimate nerd. He's talking like the ultimate nerd. He's like the chemistry whiz. Oh, Carol, she's really got the hats for me, guys. Ever tried it under the shower before? No, Carol, this is an experience I'm never going to forget. You won't? Uh, how'd you want it? Hot or cold? What? The shower. Come on, how'd you have it last time? How does lukewarm grab you? Yeah. And they get him naked, and, I mean, you see full-on Wang, which, I mean, that was pretty cool. But that's right after his underwear mysteriously disappears. He was uh-huh. wearing underwear two seconds before. Well, what you don't know is that British underwear dissolves in water. Just saying. <laughs> the shower is off. Right off. It's a World War II thing. Nobody understands it. Nobody it's a it. thing. In case the Blitzkrieg happens, your underwear will melt off. <laughs> <laughs> Is that right, Woody? Woody? Is that right? Verify that for me, Woody. Yeah, uh, Sorry to all my British listeners who are wearing underwear right now. <laughs> and who are just going to pee themselves with laughter and have to put on new underwear. Yeah. Um, it doesn't work with pee, though. It's really weird. <laughs> it's, they're so much more advanced than we are. Oh, my God. Science. Science. This prank so, anyway, not... yeah, you're right. Oh. So, they put this thing, so, he's completely humiliated. They're taping him completely naked. You see his wiener, and then they're going to give him a swirly, and they're hoisting him around upside down completely naked, and you get full-on taint, and at a certain point, some was winking at me. <laughs> yes. 
Yes. And you have to think, like, his wiener has to be, like, right in, like, they had the two actors holding him up by his legs. Like, that had to be, like, wiener right in your face. Or tape yeah, well, right in your face. I mean, that's how it is. You know, these people are all probably trained by the RSC, so they're like, yes, I'm very professional. Yes, we're very professional. But you just see, it's all very, very stick to the script. Yes, mm-hmm. watch your meter. But it, uh, but just the swirly and the nudeness. That's not enough. They also hit him with a fire extinguisher and Electric- they electrocute yeah. him <laughs> with a towel rack. Yeah. <laughs> they take it and pretty a car, far. A towel rack and a car battery. Here's Marty. Like, they really went out of their way to do this. Finally, it gets broken That's up by... That's why I had to have a crew of 30 people in <laughs> <Yes>. all this time. <laughs> it was a huge operation. It really was. It was. There was a hydraulic system involved. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, like, Coach, this Coach character breaks it up, and, like, no one's really concerned about what's going on. He's just like, you guys all suck. Stay after school. And I'm going to make you do calisthenics, do calisthenics, right? <laughs> Sweating with the oldies, because that's about where you're at. And okay, I'm going to stop you right here just for a second, because this yeah. was something that was weird. There was that wacky music they kept playing, that like in this workout scene. And I have to, I want to go back and review, and I'll probably do it right here live on the air when you guys are on here. It almost sounds like the wacky exercise music from Carrie. All right, keep your butts down, your back straight. Let's see some movement. Come on. Oh, that's very good, Joey. And then after that, we're going to learn three, four, five, and six. Oh. <laughs> when the girls okay. are being forced to wait. And it's, I'm pretty sure he stole that music. <laughs> thief. What a thief. What the fuck? What the fuck, Harry Manfredini? <laughs> Don't be a weenie, Manfredini. Oh shit, you just got told, Manfredini. He's a man for weenie. Actually, that's me. What? <laughs> this is where the beef starts, guys. Yeah. Right here on this podcast. Where's the beef? They were yelling, where's the where's beef, Adam? Where's the beef? And I'm like, wait, wait, if this is your 10-year reunion, presumably, or even if it's your 5-year reunion, it's either 1976 or 1979, and that slogan does not exist. <laughs> exactly. Oh my God, you're right. This is unless, of course, it's a Winston guys. Churchill quote. You know, something in Britain. Margaret Thatcher said it once <laughs> during the whole rationing period. Back to World War II. Where's the beef? Where's my beef ration? Oh my God. I'm this so is... sorry. I'm so sorry, British people. So <laughs> you're but alienating you're doing, uh, so you much. You inflicted of this wrong. upon us. <laughs> So they, the, the, the kids that are pulling the prank, they have to go do calisthenics. But Marty is going to go work in the chemistry lab because he, he has to win, like, some chemistry prize, I yeah. guess. So yeah. he's in the chemistry lab. But two of the, the, the hooligans give him, give him a joint. And it's really awkward, this exchange. And uh-huh. it's, it's obviously another prank. Hey, Marty, we just wanted to say, well, what I mean is... We're sorry about what happened back there. We were just messing around. You know how it is. Yeah, things kind of get out of hand. Yeah, well, next time I'm about to score, cool it, will ya? I mean, Carol really has the hots for me, you know? She does? Sure she does. Anyway, just to show you there's no hard feelings, try this joint. 
It's really good stuff, man. Yeah, I rolled the joint with my own fair hands. Listen, we've got to get back to detention for being bad boys. Guess you'll be staying late in chemistry again tonight, huh? Yeah, I have to go make up some 246 trinitrotoluene. <laughs> good luck, man. Be seeing you. Bye. <laughs> Just wait until he tries that dope. They've already seen you naked, fired you with a fire extinguisher, electrocuted you, but yet you're going to accept random drugs from them? What could po- and then go do chemistry. What could possibly go wrong? Sounds legit. I did, I did laugh out loud, though, when the one jack, who was just a random jack walking down the hallway with a, a basketball, uh-huh. throws the basketball at Marty's head, and it bounces off, and then Marty gives him the finger, and then yes. the, 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 the jack kind of like steps towards Marty, and he scuttles into the chemistry lab. Yeah. I did giggle at that. Yeah, I remember when you used totally to do that to people in school, Allison, all the time. Get the fuck out of my way. It's a real nerd you moment. You flip a finger at me, I'll kill you. <laughs> it's like, I didn't mean I'm it. I'm four foot three, I'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> I will cut a bitch. <laughs> so he goes into the chemistry lab as all these other kids are having to, like, do fake, fake push-ups and stuff and get accosted by a weird gym teacher. And he's, he's smoking the joint. Which starts to Pop. pop. I've never heard of this prank. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I, mean, I know prank. that prank. No, I mean, that used to be a wacky thing. I remember this used to be in the comic books. Like in those back pages where you could buy, like, wacky prank ads. It was little things you could put in cigarettes so that they'd, they'd theoretically blow up, but they basically just made popping noises and would scare you. Like, like the back page of Boy's Life? Yeah. Yeah. I vaguely, yeah. I mean, I remember most of the other pranks. I don't remember the exploding cigarette, though. Yeah. Well, this is what they were, this is what it was. I remember I could make my own hovercraft, the, the gum that made your mouth black. I remember X-ray all that. vision. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but at first I thought that was just the prank. Like it was going to like scare him. Oh, it's popping. But then I guess it made his stomach hurt yeah. too. I didn't understand that. But is it, what is, like, what is this laced with? I don't know. The nerds are also chemistry whizzes apparently. Exactly. <laughs> so he has to like go run to the bathroom because he's ready to like blow. And... They come in and Skip. Skip comes in at this point. He kind of like scuttles. He Skip somehow gets out of doing the calisthenics because a window oh, breaks. Elaborate thing with the brick and the wind. Nobody cares. Nobody like, cares. It's some kind of business that nobody gives two shits about. I don't understand it. But he scuttles away and he pull. He goes into the chemistry lab. He pulls out some kind of white powder and he pours it into like the little beaker thing that, yeah. that, that Marty is working on, again, because the jerks are also like chemistry whizzes, sure. and it starts to like effervesce, but uh-huh. again, I don't know what the point of that was, because then Marty comes back, and he's like, oh, and he keeps working on his stuff, and he puts like acid in shit, this big old jug of fucking acid that's like, <laughs> nitrous acid, <laughs> like bigger than his body, this jug of acid on a top shelf in this mm-hmm. chemistry lab, because that's safe. For some reason, like, things, like, get on fire? Yeah. yeah. The fire starts to spread, and then he unhooks, like, the gas hose, which makes fire go everywhere, and he's trying to put that out, and then he falls out. And everybody hears this explosion, like, all these, you know, jerk kids. They 
hear this, and they come and they run, and they don't help him. He just... No, they don't. They just watch. They just watch. And at one point, like, Marty's, like, stuck under something. I have no idea how he got stuck under something. Some kind of red-hot metal pole? Yeah, it was know. a flaming pipe of some kind. <laughs> some kind yeah. of flaming pipe? <laughs> flaming pipe was one of my favorite bars, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> And he's stuck in this thing, and he can't get out, and they don't, like, they don't help him. But I guess then help comes, and I'm like, oh, shit, Marty be dead. <laughs> but he's not dead. He's barely, he, they say he's, like, so scarred, but the makeup just is, like, no, it doesn't look that bad. <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah. Then he goes away, and that's the end of that time frame. That's the end yeah. of the past, so to speak. Yeah, and we are now, like, 40 minutes into the movie and in we- a sequence <laughs> that should have been 10. And we play the theme song again. <laughs> yes, we go back to the... Yeah. <laughs> April Fool's Day! Y'all gotta pay! <laughs> oh my. I yeah, that song. This, I, the thing is... First main problem, major problem with the actual story of the movie. We all know this trope. Yes. Uh, the, the 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 wronged nerd coming back to get revenge because uh-huh. of some prank. It didn't need to be forty minutes. It didn't no. need to be two elaborate pranks. One prank. One prank would have been fine. Even the one prank was so extreme that the other pranks were just like. Kitty shit. Like I, yeah, it either as bad to be... as the first prank is, it pales in comparison to the second prank where he gets physically maimed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but part of that was his own damn fault. He's smoking drugs while doing fault. chemistry and putting a thing of acid on top of a bookcase. That <laughs> takes blame off of them. Getting high while doing chemistry is never a good idea either. Marty did bring all that on himself. Can I just he really say did. he also just threw that joint on the ground? You're at school. Why are you? Why are you just throwing drugs on the ground? <laughs> well, because it's 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 crackling. <laughs> crackling. It's, it's crackling. It's crackling oat pot. <laughs> so when that so was when stupid. We <laughs> I thought it was funny. <laughs> that was really stupid. <laughs> so now we're flashing forward to the present, and what's amazing, like when we left, everybody was dressed like it was 1986. Now that it's 10, how many years later, it's still 1986. Yep, no change. Well, at first, I didn't realize we had, like, skipped. I thought she just, like, woke up, and I went, is this real? Is this not? But then she started talking for some Growing reason. Up, Carol wears her hair down. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> and she has a real job as an actress, I guess, because that's important to the plot. We have uh, to have a whole 10-minute set of business with Manny, her fucking manager, who I'm pretty sure, is, A, was your stereotypical fat 80s, like, pencil mustache, yeah. like, balding Jewish manager. And Trying to get her to do some porno. Are you going to do this picture or not? I've got to know because the guy wants an answer this afternoon. I'm not doing it. You're not? Tell me why the hell not. What about my percentage? Look, Manny. The guy's weird, the story's weird, and... And what? And you're weird. Listen to me. You take your clothes off for the photographers every day of the week. What's the difference? The difference is... That guy should be locked up. He has been. I'm not doing this picture, Marty. Who calls, uh, Manny, who calls, like, things pictures anymore? It's 1980. 
I guess. Maybe. Let's alienate yeah. them some more. I thought right. they still called them talkies at this point. <laughs> talkies. The cinema. <laughs> the cinema. And I'm pretty sure that Manny, the manager, it just has the script on his desk and is reading it as he talks into the phone. Because he does not look up once. And he makes real awkward pauses he as does. he's talking <laughs> in the middle of the well, That's the editing problem. <laughs> but, oddly enough, probably the best fleshed out character in this movie. <laughs> I like him and I like the coach. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I, I understood what you... Wait, what, wait. what was your motivation? Get it. Got it. You didn't like old Digby, the janitor? Oh. <laughs> oh, oh we'll, we'll come back to Digby. Oh, Digby. Um, oh. And, but I did make note that he kept they kept calling it pictures. Yeah. And then she goes to take a shower. My favorite Paris. part is how she gets off the phone with Manny, and this is when we know that she's de- it's definitely in the future, because she says... Instead of that porno, I would rather go to my class reunion. Yep. Hang up phone. <laughs> now I get it. That is the worst exhibition I've ever uh, seen. In thanks the movie. for that context, Carol. <laughs> and I know she's in the shower, and, and Allison's like, do you know what was distracting though? There was like barely any water coming out of the shower head. And that was really distracting from those titty 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 titties. <laughs> well, because she wasn't really naked, she didn't want her underwear to soften <laughs> in front of the whole camera crew. She's only got one pair left. I mean, <laughs> and and this is where we hear the the, the, the theme the song again for like the fifth time. Yeah. Uh-huh. So like her girlfriend comes over, and I don't know, ladies, maybe you know, lady listeners, maybe you you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I just don't go like into my friends' bathrooms while they're showering and open the curtains. Yeah. With the curtain open because that's how I shower. I just get water everywhere. <laughs> with my, I'm watching. I'm watching this scene through your eyes at the time, I'm like, Allison's going to be like, is this Eva Laugh? If I'm walking Eva Laugh again, is, she, is somebody going to show up with a luchador mask? <laughs> I would, I, I thought this was just like should a... I go a to the, should I go to the x-ray room right now? <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was going to be the joke at the end, is this was really Evil Laugh 2 and you had found it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So they, 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 we find out that I guess they're all on their way to this reunion. And my, one of my favorite parts was Skip in his car. And he's so excited to hear, ooh, Radio Doddsville? Yeah, man. What? He was so excited. Where do you but Then he was really mad because they were playing Barry Manilow. <laughs> yeah. There but they didn't so get the rights to Barry Manilow, so they didn't actually play Barry Manilow. And again, I'm going, that's a British car. Yes. And, of course, they're showing all these scenes. I'm like, this is the British countryside. This yes. is not America anywhere. <laughs> and, and Nancy is just on the side of the road. Hitchhiking? But I'm glad you came by. I thought I was going to have to walk all the way from the 7-Eleven back there. Well, you're lucky I decided to take the scenic route. Yeah. Silly me decides to hitch it. You know, see America the Beautiful? What I loved about this was Nancy's like, oh, I'm so glad you called me. Otherwise, I thought I was going to have to walk all... I'm sorry, she's British now. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm glad you caught me. Otherwise, I was going to have to walk all the way from that 7-Eleven back there. 7-Eleven where? There is fucking nothing in there. (laughs) I have never seen a 7-Eleven in the middle of nowhere before. Did 7-Eleven sponsor this movie? No, that was just trying to make it super American. Oh, okay. Like, only American kids would be like, I relate to that. I hang out with 7-Eleven. She's one of us. This might be one of my favorite parts of the movie. So Skip's shitty car breaks down. So he gets out, goes and opens up the back just to check out the engine. Because in the old bugs, the engine was in the back. Then all of a sudden, 
his old pal, who is it? Paul? Like I don't know, the, the the dumb one. The dumb yeah. doctor. Uh, it yeah. was just like how did Paul sneak up in his fucking pickup truck, roll that close to Skip without Skip noticing in, like, what, four seconds? Yep. yep. <laughs> like, how do you not hear that truck? Cause, yes, because where they are, there is nothing around for you can see for miles and miles. <laughs> <laughs> they pull up in that truck, and then the girlfriend, I guess, Stella, she, was she in the truck? Yes, she was in she, the truck. She, they're married. The, they're, the they're married now, we find out, and... Um, she's oh, all, like, a 50s actress, and, like, no, I don't know. Like, I wrote down she's dressed like a fucking 30s gun mall. She's yes, dressed like Lily St. Regis from Annie. That is, that is a better... Easy Street! <laughs> she, she Easy Street! Like Trey Dean like, like, has a boner right now, because I'm singing Annie. Sorry, Trey, I'm having... He loves Annie. Sorry, I'm... Hi, Trey. She, she needed one of those, like, long cigarettes things to like hold and be oh, like yeah. oh and she needed to talk in a voice like this and otherwise the whole thing was complete yep <laughs> yep she was so close so close to making it perfect so close they all eventually like meet up and they get to the school but no one else is there yeah well, fyi totally not the same building <laughs> right totally no not. now it's like this creepy old victorian mansion instead of a school and before it was like your standard school i'm like what it's not even remotely the same <laughs> building what are you people doing I was like, where is the goddamn parking lot? Yeah, there is, is one. It's a school. Why is this just like roads that you park in the road. grass? Yeah, deserted road. Yeah, <laughs> this wasn't a boarding school. Yeah. And for, it would have been better if it was. <laughs> it would have explained why there's a fucking bathtub in a goddamn school. Exactly. It would have <laughs> anyway, we're not there so yet. Please continue. Stella at one point throws a beer can at the sign and is like, that one's for me, Henderson. And I'm just like, okay. Florence, welcome. Florence Henderson. Yes, of course. Of course. She's got out personality it. after all. <laughs> <laughs> they, get, they get to the school and there's nobody there and they're trying to figure out what's going on. And, they and it's like, all locked up. It's all locked up. And it's up. dark, and the school has clearly been out of business for a really long time. We find out it's been five years. Five years. the school years. has been so mistreated that it looks like it's been, like, 50. There's yeah. cobwebs. Stuff is, like, broken. Yeah. It's so bad. So they decide to break in, because that's what you do. We're well, here. Let's break in. Well, because there's a storm. Then the other ones decide to go inside because that storm rolled in. Right. Where the hell is everybody? This someone's idea of a cute joke? Hey, don't look at me. I don't know who sent out the invitations. Well, is anybody else coming? It's not going to be much of a party. I vote we go back to town and swap a few stories. No way, man. I'm going inside. Who's coming with me? Yeah, I will. Joe, I am freezing my butt off. Oh, love, honey, okay. Come on, Joe. We'll go around the back way. We'll find a way in. It's a waste of time. Carol. Lighten up. It'll be fun. Yeah. So let's break in. And at this point, I was like, okay, these kids are going to start to die. This is the story here. And I just went, Marty's the killer. Done. Okay, can we stop watching this movie? Are we done? Because <laughs> I figured yep. it out. There is zero twist to the killer in this yeah. movie. It's just Marty. At Did you point, think there was going to be? I thought it might be Coach. I Coach, I thought that the twist was going to be it was Skip the whole time. And it's Digby. It's Digby. It's old Digby. It's old Digby. <laughs> Remember me? I had one line in the opening sequence. <laughs> <laughs> 
and they keep, these kids keep making I say kids these because there's Digby and then there's these kids but the the, the and Digby's younger than five years old yeah but these kids kept saying how like you're over the hill now Frank oh Frank you're over the hill I'm like how old how long has, what time give me a time I don't understand I mean they were over the hill but not in the context of the story <laughs> they were over the hill when the movie started yes yes. So eventually they find this little room and it has a welcome back banner and it's got food and this oh, is and little American flags up. And little American flags. Don't forget, this is America. Don't forget. And drinks and, and everything. And they're just like, Hey, this is great. Never mind the cobwebs and like the fire hazard there when somebody yeah. put out some cold cuts and Cheetos. I'm in. I'm in. Let's let's listen to this. this Let's listen to this all MIDI electronic ska song while we drink. It was, it was so, so bad. Weird. It was that same thing. Because there's only two songs in this universe. There's the theme song and the wacky exercise song. <laughs> so this is where they're like, Skip, did you do this? And for some reason, Skip's like, yup, this was me. But at the same time, like, if Skip said that and then people started dying, wouldn't you be like, Skip, why are you such a motherfucker? They have, like, I, you planned this, but well, no, you're, no. See, no, you're no. applying logic to this, but it turns out Sorry. the logic doesn't apply here because it all may be, never mind, you know, forget right. it. Stupid. I got to pause for a second because there's something in my notes and I can't remember the context of it right around this time. It just says, bro, winks. Oh, it's because they, like, said the two guys that could almost be, like, brothers, Frank, Frank and, and the other one. Yeah. 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 They, like, said something, and then they, like, winked at each other. And then they made out. And then, they, and then I'm pretty sure they went and made out. <laughs> I well, also, I thought it was funny in this scene. All their lockers have been locked. Like, yes. What's weird for them, too, is, like, well, the only one who finds this weird is Nancy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nancy's like, this is creepy. Mm-hmm. This isn't right. Something's wrong. Where is everybody else from the graduating class? Why is it just us? It's just our pictures up on the wall. What's going on? Why are our lockers here? And in their lockers are all something that they lost during high school. Look, my gloves. I lost them on prom night. That's not the only things you lost. <laughs> my calculator. That went missing, too. And you only just noticed that? What the hell are these doing here? They yours? They were. Whew, they still smell the same. There you go, Skip. Oh, man. You're always borrowing them from me anyway. This time you can keep them. My glove. I lost that on prom night. Oh, my my pencil sharpener. I lost that during the SATs. And then the dumb one, who we established as the dumb one's like, my calculator. Yes. <laughs> Like he would have noticed that gone. It wasn't my football helmets. It wasn't my cleats. It wasn't you know nope. my steroids. Nothing. It my was steroids. all the shit they're finding is shit nobody would remember losing. And it's supposed I, to be really deep and meaningful. It is that calculator, and it, I love that it was. I mean, it, it's the '80s, but I love that nostalgia because it was one of those calculators that had like the paper roll in it. The giant roll of paper. Yep, <laughs> yep. My aunt used to have one of those, and I used to just sit there and just like play just banker. Go, yep, and just go through those rolls of paper. I, Me too. Like, just keep typing boobies over and over. <laughs> boobs and poop. Boobs and poop. <laughs> boobs, poop. Hello and hell. Hello and hell. And, and thank and, you. Now that you pointed out that boobs is just poop upside down, you've ruined everything for my life. <laughs> she told me that last night. I was like, what? No, why did that come up, Patrick? You'll find out. Our late night it's about messages. this movie. <laughs> um, and then they realize that 
Marty's locker is there too. And Marty's locker has like a picture of himself in the locker, but it's like Two Face. You know, it had like purple on one of you. It was like it was, like a, it was a side that burned. But he just looked like Two Face. It didn't look deformed. It looked like he just took a colored pencil and colored it in purple, like from. Wait, well, he did. It's all he did. It's like well, he he had to go to Kinko's and blow up these like six foot tall <laughs> photos of himself, and then he was like, "Oh shit, I forgot to tell him put a second color." And he's just like, "I'm gonna take my little magic marker and draw <laughs> on my my scars." It, 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 it didn't look real. It did not look real. No, well, whatever. It doesn't matter because you know. And there is his locker that. Oh, his his like. Oh, it's Marty's yearbook and it's still sealed. And like, wow, I guess he never picked it up. And then they're looking through it and there's signatures, signatures. in it. Like, but it was sealed. What the who saw? Oh, remember when we signed Marty's yearbook? No, you didn't. Yeah, screw you. Was that before or after he brutally deformed him? <laughs> Can but I pause I also for a minute? Like- can what I pause I for a minute? Liked? Yeah. Can I pause for a minute? I just have to give a little shout out. I'm pouring out a little bit of my Arnie Palmer half and half alcoholic iced tea to the memory of Simon Scudamore, who played Marty, who tragically committed suicide shortly before the movie opened <gasps> at the age of 28. Oh, my God. That's sad. Yep, that is really sad. Well, that's a bummer. Now I feel like I can't make fun of him anymore. Absolutely you can because he's not in the movie much anymore. <laughs> That's true. That's true. We've seen his anus. How bad else could it be? <laughs> How bad else could it be is what I just said. Uh, okay, uh, so we're there. We're at the, we're at the thing and everybody... And Marty's so, Locker's there. This party is so lame. I was like, why is anybody staying here? Like, Carolyn Monroe said repeatedly, let's just go back to town nope. and find a bar. Nope. No, we got, we're going to sit here and eat shitty coconuts that have been sitting out for God knows how long God knows. and drink already, warm beer out of European Digby. We already ran into old Digby. He told us not to burn the place down. We're good. Let's old Digby, it's nice to know that even in the good old UK that embarrassing racial stereotypes are still considered to be yep. hilarious. By the way, they're knocking on this old place here next month. So if you want to have a last look around, that's all right by me. But just you don't go start no fires. Okay, man, relax. Hey, have a beer. Enjoy yourself. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I guess an old kid dick has got to take care of himself, too. Good night. Okay, boys. Good night. Ah, yes. I want to get my head down before midnight. Yes, sir. Yeah. Because old Digby is embarrassing. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, old Digby. And he's a janitor, he... and he's a wonderful old black man who is attempting to do a really good... He's, he's a British man, British black man trying to do an American racist accent. <laughs> yes. He was a pretty f- well-flushed-out character. I got to hand it to him. <laughs> yeah, except, except he didn't deserve nothing. Nope. He didn't and... deserve to get killed like that. No, he didn't. He did nothing. He didn't even need to be in the movie. He did nope. not need to be in the movie at all. And full-on cliche, black guy dies first. True. True that. You're right. You're I right. didn't even write that down. Good job, Brian. Yep, they put yep. him onto a coat hat. They just smoosh his head onto a coat hanger? Yeah. Like yeah, not, not, yeah, not, I mean, like a hook on a wall, not like. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah not like a plastic coat hanger. But there was, like, no force to it. I didn't know, like, my head was made of just, like. No, meat. well, apparently Marty has become super strength because he's able to lift Digby up by the neck with one hand. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and throw oh. him across the room onto the hook. Oh, what we didn't talk about, though, 
is when they're in Marty's locker, we get a lot of exposition about Marty's life since this has happened. This is where Skip, who evidently has been like keeping tabs on Marty this whole time because he's he's got the whole dish. He's like, guys, don't you know the skin wrap didn't take? This is my Oscar speech right now. Everybody shut up. He never collected that prize, did he? No. They took him straight to the hospital. He had six months of plastic surgery. Did he recover? No. Not all skin grafts took. When they'd finished with him, he still looked a real mess. Not that it mattered much anyhow. The doctor said he'd never be fit for human company again. His mind went uh, berserk. He flipped out real bad. No shit. Yeah. Don't you realize that we... We turned him from a nice little guy into a crazed lunatic. And you know what? They say he still roams the nuthouse, ever hopeful of that chance to escape. Escape back to his old school so he can take his evil revenge out on us all. You really not that funny at all, Bird Guys, guys, quit quit smoking your weed out of your hands. Really weird. And that was really weird. Was it, it, I, yeah, wasn't it so weird? They would, like, put their hands together and as if they were going to, like, I don't know, do, like, a whistle call, but they would suck weeds out of it? I don't know. It was really weird. I didn't understand it. Uh, uh-huh. But they all did it, so it must have been, like, a bond. Well, they didn't thing. all do it because some people chose to do cocaine. Some people chose to do cocaine. Sure. Because with, Carolyn Monroe came stock with the cocaine because she's a Hollywood actress now. She's the actress. Uh-huh. And it's the 80s. And like, hey, we're going to graduate up to cocaine. And then Skip does a whole bunch of cocaine and then goes to sleep. I was like, well, that's not how it works. That's totally not how it works. <laughs> not how it works. From Hi, Skip. From Skip. Smoochie was like, cocaine? What? I'm awake. Hello. Hello. From Skip, we find out that Marty's skin grafts didn't take, and he was never going to be suitable for human company again. And yes, that's how he words it. He also said Marty flipped out real bad. Yeah, and Marty pretty much went, you know, Cocoa Puffs, <laughs> and is was like in an insane asylum, but broke out. So, you know, probably safe that we're here and totally not weird that, you know, there's his locker and all these things that he, you know... On the yeah, anniversary he, of he us backpedals on. He's like, I just made all that stuff up. He's working for IBM now or something yep. like that. Yep, that's exactly what they said. Because yep. Skip, like, the more interesting story is the fact that Skip will just say anything at any time. Skip, did you put this together? Yep, sure, why not? <laughs> uh-huh. Why not? Skip, did Skip you really do that cocaine because you're falling asleep right now? What the fuck are you doing? Skip by far was my favorite character, though. He was all right. What I loved in this scene, like, there's one girl in this, I think it's Shirley. Mm-hmm. She's one of the ones with two lines. Mm-hmm. And she's one of the three women who showed up wearing, like, these elaborate, flouncy pantsuits. <laughs> like all 20-year-old girls were wearing. <laughs> and one of her lines, she's kind of, I mean, she's, she looks even older than everybody else. And, like, one of her lines is, like, the most unenthusiastic. Let's party. Let's party. <laughs> Come on, you I guys. probably have a clip of it right now because it was just like, let's party. That's how Americans say it, right? Let's party. party. <laughs> let's party. So now it's time to drink. Time to break out our PBRs. I was impressed that they actually had PBR. They had PBRs and things in weird British cans. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> well, that's true. Very true. And hard liquor and, and cold cuts. It was like the, I don't know. Yes. Like, there's no music. There's nowhere to sit. Carol Monroe is in a blindingly white flouncy pantsuit. jumpsuit. Yep. Pantsuit that 
never gets dirty. Nope. <laughs> Despite being in this decrepit old building and having nowhere to sit. It's really fucked up. It's very strange. And she has this, like, weird blue belt on. And I was like, wow, I didn't know that she won, like, the women's tag team championship belt. Oh, well, there. that's the thing. It was the 80s. You had to you had to belt your jumpsuits, uh, your pantsuits. Yep. That's how it went. I mean, it was a jumpsuit. It was a one-piece thing. It was, it was awful. It was so bad. It was so They're bad. Awful. Awful, well, here, awful, we get, here is also where we get our second death, though. And our first death of the crew. Of the crew. It's that guy who drinks the random beer. And after I guess being there all night, yes. Totally he shotguns the beer. Night. He shotguns this beer because, you know, as you do. When you're in your 20s, yes. When, when you're in your 20s and you're American, you shotgun beers. And his stomach starts to hurt. And I was like, well, you just shacked on a beer, yeah. But then his stomach gets all, like, alien and pops like a fucking balloon. And gets all over Tits McGee's face. Not so much her outfit, and this is why it's important. That would be really Shirley. She has a name. Her name is Shirley. And Shirley. it's the one who just said, let's party. Let's party. She gets a little bit of blood on her face and and we'll save that one for for later well just uh, remember it's just a little bit of blood on her face mm-hmm. when we get to that later uh-huh. so at this point everybody's like oh my god yeah his intestines run. come popping out all over the place and let's run oh my god so everybody but shirley runs to get out of the place yep shirley goes to take a bath she takes take a, bath. a bath but hey because there's a bathtub yeah yep. in a school who cares not I a bar. This, I know, I know, I know, I know, but I'm going, it's not a boarding school. <laughs> Why is there a bathtub? It would have made so much more sense if it was just a boarding school. Yeah. Like, just one, that one word, boarding school. Which, had it been British, they just stayed with the British thing, it would have been fine. It would have been fine. True. Nobody would have blinked an eye. Yeah. Um, but she gets in this, she decides, you know, there's a little bit of blood on your face. Most on her people, face and on her, and on her, and on her, and on her pantsuit. And on her pantsuit. So she decides, and this is, this is where my mind is. She decides, instead of just like washing her face and leaving the blood on the pantsuit, because what you're going to do, she decides, no, no, I'm going to get fully undressed, get into this strange tub, only fill it up, you know, to, you know, halfway. Not, not yeah. up to, like, no. bathe. No. So my tits are out. I'm wa- I wash my face, and then I really got to wash those tits. I'm really <laughs> getting in on those tits. But, you know, I didn't put enough water in because, you know, I'm stupid. I'm a I'm girl. Uh-huh. I just assumed it was getting cold. I thought she wanted some more hot water. Got to turn the tap. I assume the best of Shirley. Turn that hot water on because I'm going to be a while washing off this blood from my tits. I'm putting and, not off my pants because I'm going to go home naked. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What was she going to wear when she got out of that tub if this went good for her? I don't know. What's the blood suit? <laughs> I don't think she's ever getting out of that tub. She's like, I'm going to nope. stay here till the police come. I'm good. <laughs> Fuck this. Oh, you got one. Oh, the M80s are going again. Thank you, Nazis. Oh, hello. Oh, good. The cat had just fallen asleep again. I hate these people. <laughs> anyway, back to Shirley and her The saga kid. continues. What happened? She's there and she, 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 she turns the, the knob to get more hot water. But, like, brown shit comes out. Oh, it's acid because you can do that. You can somehow, like, tap into pipes. This is, Marty has been planning this for at least 10 years. Yes, and he knew exactly what Shirley was going to do. Exactly what Shirley was going to do. Someone's going to take a bath. Better hook up that acid to the tub. Better hook up that acid to the tub. And instead of, like, realizing what it was, having it hurt and jumping out of the tub, 
no. She just kind of decides to, like, splash it all over and onto herself and get up and fall in and burn herself except for her tits. And... No, her tits burned. They did a bit. They did a bit. They did. They did. Well, eventually it all burned. Eventually it all burned. Because oh, that was my favorite gag, and I call it a gag, in this in this uh, movie. Is oh, the stop-motion claymation? Yes, the slow-motion claymation of her <laughs> face melting. Now. And then when the friends find her, it's just like a Halloween skeleton in the fucking tub. There's no meat on it. It's like just a skeleton. What I loved about that whole stop motion claymation face melt thing, it was it was really fast and it was really funny. But for a split second, all of a sudden, like Chris Kringle and that penguin came out of the side, and they're like, "Put one foot in front." Oh, sorry, wrong show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I loved that bit. I loved that bit so good. Oh, it was so stupid. Like everybody else is like trying to get out of the building, and they realize not only are they locked in, but everything's like. The windows are barred, and there's, like, electric fence all over everything now. They can't get out. And they're like, where's Shirley? Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And she's been taking a bath for 45. Like, they're yeah, they're looking around for a long time while Shirley's in the tub, like, la, 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 la. <laughs> Meanwhile. Clean my tits. Did I hear something? No. Verse 7. Forever. This dirty-ass tub in this abandoned school with her naked coochie sitting on the floor. <laughs> God knows what bugs are crawling up in there. She probably could have used the acid to just, like, rinse all the bugs out of her coochie. That's a terrible thing to say. But I've had booze now. <laughs> And I'm going to take a pause for a minute, just because up until this point, I'm like, okay, there's at least sort of a theme with how Marty's killing people. Not so much with Digby, but with the people who picked on him. I'm like, oh, chemical stuff, burning. This makes sense. Yes, it's kind of the way that the, the pranks that they pulled on him, they put that effort. But then there's the rest of the movie. <laughs> yeah, these are and, the only forget two. all about that. These are the, the only very two. very next killing is they find a way for... The one, the the preppiest guy of the crew, to get out of the window. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, this is so lame. This was so lame. Yep. Get to this the car. Well executed, like none, like the guy, like everything about this is bad. He gets out and he gets in the car, and duh, we've all seen horror movies a million times. We all know the guys in the back seat. Which yeah. he is. The sword comes through the seat, through his abdomen, and he's just like, ugh. <laughs> No, he's not even just like, uh, and he's dead. <laughs> and later on, like, I don't know, somehow the body teleported across the, I don't know, whatever. It's yeah. really weird. He wasn't even playing dead well. I'm like, that's not even convincing dead. You suck. <laughs> <laughs> you are. I didn't get that. Yeah, I didn't get that one. And I don't even really get what they were trying to do. Like, the one guy leaves, and they go, go to the car. Well, what, go in the car and get help, I guess. But why yeah. didn't you all just leave? Like, you found a way to sneak out that window. Why yeah. don't you all... I think he was the only one that was, uh, you know, jockey enough oh, to get through right. or get there. So there was some excuse. Like, I don't know, whatever. Girls were like, I'm a girl. I'm a girl. I can't do that. Can't. <laughs> this movie really did perpetuate that, like, oh, oh. Oh. I'm a girl. Yeah, awful, awful. Yep. Because they're also yep. British. Like, oh, yes. Well, oh, yes. No, no, that's all right. You could just kill me. I don't want to make a scene. It's all right. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. No, it's good. Have you watched any of that show, Very British Problems? 
Not no. yet, but it's on my Netflix queue. It's very amusing. I've learned that, you know, if we ever do come to war with Great Britain, we can beat them just by slightly embarrassing them. <laughs> Apparently, they all live in mortal fear of that. And I said, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This goes with my research. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, don't tell them. They're listening. I know. I know. They'll probably all turn this off because we've insulted their grand national product. It's the movie they're most proud of. Like James, uh-huh. James Judy, James Judy Dench and this movie. <laughs> yeah, you're it's right. Like, this whole, it's just this boy, Like, nobody really cares about anybody dying either, and nobody's likable, and the kills aren't very memorable, and things nope. are just dragging on. And then they realize, oh, it's April Fool's Day. Okay. This is when we did yeah. it. To Marty, and then this is where the movie fucks up. It's past 11. So? April Fool's ends at noon. If we can last out one more hour, we're safe. Because they're like, oh, well, April Fool's Day ends at noon. So we've never heard of this before. Because you know why? That's the UK tradition. (laughs) Is it really? It is. If you pull prank after noon, after 12 o'clock, on April Fool's Day, you're what? the fool. What? Wow. I thought this was just a convenience of... No, they didn't bother to notice that. Wow. <laughs> this tradition does not carry over to the colonies. Oh, my gosh. I didn't I remember know that. I, like, I remember watching it in high school going, what the fuck are you talking about? April Fool's Day ends at noon. Gosh. No, it doesn't. And <laughs> I would have been happier like if the, if the, the kills were more like pranks they're not. They're not. I mean, I guess the first two kind of are, ha-ha, you thought you were taking a bath. Yeah. Ha-ha, you thought you were drinking a beer. But then they forget. Yep. Well, Suzanne gets killed by a cardboard cutout of Marty. <laughs> it's true. Suzanne, that a character who could have been out. left out of the movie completely. Completely. Oh, yeah. See, but here's the thing, too. It's like, you know it's Marty. You know what's going on. Like, there's no... He wears a jester mask, and it goes... Tingle, 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 tingle. But they only, constantly call him the Joker. They constantly call him the Joker. But they, but it only jingles not when he's just like walking. Only when he needs to like first show himself. Not when yeah. he's just like walking down the hallway, which I thought was excellent foley work there. Whoever was yeah. doing the sound, <laughs> excellent. The kills, they're just so stupid. Like Brian said, at one point, hands reach out between a life-size poster of Marty, and she gets killed. Skip almost gets like hung. Like he hangs yeah. him. And um, the other couple dies having sex because they always, but it was, it was Stella and Frank. Frank. So Stella, for whatever reason, has always wanted Frank. And she's like, what a better time to cheat than when Paul is working on the the dead body piling up everywhere. Yeah. (laughs) So let's go fuck. Oh, by the way, um, my kid, it's really yours. I never told you. I wish things could have turned out different. How'd you mean? Oh. Joe and me. I don't follow. Sometimes I just wish it would have been you and me. Hey, come on, Stella. Joe's a good guy. Oh, sure, Joe's good. But not fame. Well, he takes care of me, but only after he's taken care of his goddamn truck. It wouldn't be right. Not with you and the, and the kid and, and all that. It could have just as easily been a little Frank. I don't get you. You're his father, Frank. What? You can't have forgotten. Summer of 80? June 23rd? 
Oh, yes, sure. Why didn't you tell me? I tried, Frank, I tried, but you weren't around. And then Joe came along, and it seemed so much easier to do that. I want to go to bed with you, Frank. Now? What about Joe? Joe? Joe's busy. He's still fixing his goddamn machines. That's not what I meant. Oh, come on, baby, we've got yeah, Great back un- unnecessary, unnecessary. But hey, we get tits and they're good tits. They they were. I will say the tits in this movie, the best tits we've seen on a movie you've made us watch. <laughs> well, I didn't. I surely as I thought were just average. But I'm like Stella's. Like these are amazing tits. So yeah. I can see why when what happens to Stella and what happens like to her body later that they chose what they did to do, which we'll get to in a minute. Yes, ten out of ten. Would watch again. Because um, her and Frank finally do the nasty on a bed, which I guess was, now that I think of it, was probably Digby's bed. Nice. Yep, and it's super gross. <laughs> but evidently, he's so old, he can't get it up. They need to do a lot of, like, limp dick jokes. And I was yeah. like, okay, because remember, Frank's over the hill. They keep saying, Frank, you're over the hill. Yeah. So he yeah. can't get it up. And eventually he does, and they bang. And all the friends know they're banging, but they, they're just the like... the chandelier swing. <laughs> yep. And all, they're just all like, say lovey. My favorite part is when Stella requests that Frank talk dirty to her, and he just says, tits. <laughs> yeah, talk dirty, Frank. Oh, talk dirty. Um, tits. Dirty, dirty. Um, fuck. Uh, tits. Screw. Oh, shit. Fuck. Because that's what I said. I was like, well, Rude. Allison just got a boner. <laughs> is, I didn't know Dirty Talk just was tits. saying tits. swear words and fuck tits. swear words. Tits. Fuck. Allison has a huge boner right now. <laughs> I, I had a huge lady boner. I did. I did. Like, what the fuck? I don't know. They were banging, and then Murray... But here's... Like, okay, we were wrong. There is a third prank thing that is connected to a killing, because she does get... She reaches back to the metal headboard, grabs oh, yeah. it, she gets electrocuted, which is also kind of like when he grabs yeah, right. the, the, yeah. the thing. Right. And, but I love that, like, she gets electrocuted, and, you know, Frank's kind of in her, literally, right now, so he gets electrocuted, too. Yeah. And yeah, they well. But, uh, but he Stella- goes flying off, but she yep. stays on there and she cooks for a while. Except it's just her face and her arms that cook, her tits are. Totally fine. Totally fine. Well, her feet, her, feet, her feet were burned, too, because her feet were gross. Oh, I wasn't looking at her feet. I was just like, it was, it's, it's like a, the spotlight's on her tits, because her face is dark, her hands are dark. Now her feet are dark. It's just a bed with giant, perfect tits on them, which I, I turned into Allison. and I'm like, tits. And that's when we learned, as we talked about earlier, that tits don't burn. Not British. Well, I guess Texas tits don't burn. Texas tits? Well, when they're fake. No, I think hers are real. I think all the tits I think in they this were real. real. I think I they think were real. All the tits in this are real, to be honest. Um, which is great. All four of them. <laughs> <laughs> all four. Six, um, including Marty. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Frank. Frank got his tits out. <laughs> That's true. He did. So when 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 uh, Skip is hung, 
we don't see him die. Eventually, he somehow gets his way out of it, and he falls down. Well, they down. showed him kicking around, and then the, the, the rope loosens. Yeah, the rope yeah. loosens. He, he avoids, avoids death at this point in time. So now uh-huh. we have Skip around. We yeah, have, and apparently he's just wandering the halls aimlessly for 20 minutes. Yep. Yeah. Silent, like a, like a cat, making no noise. Yeah, and then Skip Wandering. Skip Wandering. We have uh, Carol still alive because she's the final girl of the She is movie. the final girl. Nancy is still alive and freaked out. Yeah. And Nancy, who showed up to this whole thing, by the way, in, like, sweatpants. Yeah. Yeah. And her she give a fuck. She doesn't give a fuck. And we have Paul still <laughs> working on the tractor. No, Paul is well, already we skipped, dead. We skipped him. We skipped him. Well, yeah, I mean, it's just another death, and it was it was kind of cool, but like in another movie, it would have been gorier. Or it would have been. Yeah. I yeah. don't know. It's just like they he's working on a tractor, like you do, because they mm-hmm. think that's going to get to the door, bust mm-hmm. down the, the, the tractor. The door and while he's working on the tractor, Marty comes along and does the happy birthday to me thing on him and pulls out the supports. And he's like, "Oh, hello, please, sir, please put that back." Oh wait, no, I'm supposed to be from Brooklyn. Hey, put those things back. Hey, and then the the, the lawn, its a lawnmower actually, and the lawnmower and he yeah, yeah, and he yeah, died. So they, I like that they. I just thought they were going to drop it on him, and that was going to kill him from how this movie's been going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then they turn on the blade. I'm like, oh, cool, and like. Paul's like holding it up because he's Mr. He's Strong trying, Man. He's trying. And then that's when the killer starts slashing at his wrist. I was yeah. like, it took a lot to kill Paul. Yeah. I, yeah, I that's why I call it the happy birthday to me scene because it's a very similar scene. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess I've never seen that. Yep. It, it's, oh. with, it's with weights, though. Oh, oh, oh there nice. you go. There you go. Yeah. The, yeah. yeah. So, so, yeah, Paul... And it drops, he, the killer he, drops he, the weight on his penis so that the... Oh, <laughs> shit. drop the weight on his neck. Yeah, anyway. Shit. That's just Peeny. Peeny. Wiener. Wiener, wiener, wang. <laughs> you just said that like the same theme song. Peeny, wiener, peeny, wiener. That's how the theme song goes. I'm playing it right now. Now, 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 now. April Fool's Day. <laughs> April Fool's Day. I walk. <laughs> well, sorry. Do it again. Sorry. Well, take two. Sorry. I'll fix it. Um, yeah, so there's a scene where they, like it's just Skip and Nancy and and um. Carol. And I called this Let- point. I called this. I called Skip's death. I go, oh, he's not he's not gonna make it, but he's not gonna get killed by Marty. Mm-hmm. At one point, Carol finds a hatchet on the wall, as you do, and um, someone is gonna come around the corner, and I go, it's gonna be Skip, and then boom, it was Skip hatchet to the face. So good effect. You know, though. It was a pretty good effect. It was. Yeah, the effects are really hit and miss in this or just not there at all, but that one was a good one. But what I was going to say was they're all like, oh, my God, there's only like three hours left till noon, and then Marty's going to have to stop. He's followed the rules so far, and all we have to do is stay awake, Skip says. Immediately falls asleep. Yeah, and I'm going, doesn't somebody have a boatload of cocaine with them? (laughs) If you had all done that boatload of cocaine, you'd all be alive right now. Well, I'm still confused as to what happens to Nancy because she gets out and then she yeah falls she panics out. she panics because she oh. sees the yearbook that she's she fights that yearbook again. Oh, that's uh, the, right, and they watch right. the CC of the the closed circuit television of right. the, the of, their, of their video. Yeah, yeah, and she finds uh, Marty's yearbook again, and now the pictures are being crossed out of the people that he's killed, and her picture's crossed on. She's like, oh, my God. No, she totally loses her accent here. She tends, oh, I'm next, I'm next. And she goes running out of the building because the doors are mysteriously open now, but she's in hot pursuit with Marty, and she falls into a septic tank. 
That's what I thought it was. Yeah. I go, is this That's poop? filled with what, Allison? Poop. Poop. It's poop. Tons and tons of poop. That's a whole lot of poop. Whole lot of poop. But they really That's why she didn't get dressed up all fancy, because she knew she was going to be drowning in poop. She's like, I'm just going to wear my sweatpants and an ugly old sweater. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I'm going to end up rolling around in some shit. There's no wardrobe on this movie. Bring your own. Bring your own shit clothes, Nancy. (laughs) (laughs) So she's in there, and I don't, I guess I don't really understand how she dies, because she's in there, and she can kind of get out, but then Marty comes and, like, flicks her little hands back in, but then Marty leaves. So why doesn't she, she just crawl back out again? But because that, her underwear finally melted, she can't come out because the embarrassment is <laughs> she's going to drown in there rather than come out because yeah, she's British. And that's what he to know. It all goes back to the melting underwear. Fuck. This theory, it really, it really follows through the movie. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it's our MacGuffin right here. <laughs> is, this, is this melting underwear? Um, but I guess we know that she's dead. We don't really see her die, but I guess no, we it's, it's, implied. Yeah, I mean, that scene, again, a scene that needed to go on for longer. He needed to have a stick or something and keep knocking her down or something. Yeah, but poke her in the eye didn't come up stick. anymore. But he gave up really early. He's like, yeah. I, got, I got pretty people to kill inside. And I guess we understand that she's People actually a... dressed up for the fucking reunion, you fucking tacky bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I got to go back to people who tried. Okay. Could you hold on for one second, please? Talk amongst yourself for 30 seconds. Fly came in the window. Oh, 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 oh moppy guys. Hey, research assistant Logan Pants, why are you sitting in the door just watching us? Because it's hot as shit here in California. I know. We just cut the air shit. off because we didn't want to pick up on the podcast. I need shit. another can of booze. I hope oh, my stomach hey-o. doesn't explode. Ayo. Yeah. All right. So the one thing we haven't mentioned is before Nancy dies, Nancy and Carol are going around to all the murder sites, and there's nobody. The bodies yeah, are gone. The bodies are gone. They've been all scrubbed squeaky clean, Uh huh. except for the body of old Digby. <laughs> except for old Digby. Yeah, so I'm going in that Oh, poor well, which may, yeah, you're right. Because at a certain point, I'm going, oh, are they gonna, is that part of the game now? And thinking, oh, maybe this is all an April Fool's joke. So we relax and I can kill you. Skip. Was this you, Skip? Yeah, yeah, yeah it was, but I fucking killed you about two minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now don't you feel bad? <laughs> this is all Skip's April Fool's game. Yeah, but now he got an axe in the face for it. He got an axe in the face, bitch. <laughs> yeah, there, and, and yeah, so then there's a really long chase scene with Carol and the killer throughout the hallway. Some of it's pretty good. Most of it's not. Most of it's not. He's and got a point, javelin now, and yeah. that's kind of cool. And there's some there's some good shots here, not many. Uh-uh. But there's all there's that whole stupid thing. Like he, I don't know what happens, but he falls out of this window and lands on the gym floor, and she's got a javelin. <laughs> She and just, she's like, oh, he's dead. And so she just kind of lightly throws the javelin on the floor next to him and walks away like, oh, what could possibly go whatever. wrong now? Why did you do why – why would you do that? They really missed a moment with the javelin because he doesn't throw the javelin. He kind of like pokes her a little bit or tries to poke her a yeah. little bit um, yeah, with the javelin. poking her through the, the, the stage curtains, which is kind of cool. Which was kind of cool because, remember, she's an actress and she should die on stage. Um, you know, as you do, but except she does film, film, she does just film. pictures, pictures, she has the pictures, but 
they they really missed the moment where like he could have like thrown the javelin and like just missed her and it like stuck in the wall and she keeps running or like she could have like tried to throw to like hit him on the floor like legitimately like, throw it like a javelin like he catches it or some shit like I've already written about yeah this movie. is all kind of limp wristed here and I don't mean gay I just mean lazy. Yeah, just lazy, like, uh, I'm just going to throw this away. But, spoiler alert, Marty lives. He doesn't He doesn't die after this fall. He lives. No, of course, because the movie's not over yet. Because I, I was watching it. I've seen this before, but it's been a long time. And I'm going, this needs to end in the shower. Yes. Where it started. started. And they did. They ended up mm-hmm. in the shower. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised they found their way through the maze that is that school to get back to the showers. All roads lead back to the showers. They always were going in that girls' locker room. If you didn't notice, they were always yeah. going into that girls' locker room. No boys' locker room. No. No boys' locker no. room. Always the girls' locker room. Yeah, and yeah, it was like, okay, so we went up in the shower, and then the scene just ended limply, too. Like, it yep. needed more of a confrontation. It needed yep. more of something, because she knows it's Marty. I think the mask comes off, and he asks... How do you like it, hot or cold? This is what she asked him back in the day. And this is the girl who needs to pay for it because she is the, the one, one. Yeah. The chosen who's one. responsible for all this. <laughs> she is the worst of all of them. Yes. And then he just sticks her with the javelin and it's done. She's dead. Very efficient. Oh, you forgot. She went into the girl's bathroom, the locker room, and then Marty punched a hole through the door to unlock the door, but it's just like a little handle. Yeah, it's not like a knob. The, there's well, no Well, you know, you also forgot that she went and hid in the toilet for a while, and somehow that one toilet that she's had filled up with blood. Filled with blood. But so none gets on her pantsuit. <laughs> none. Not a drop. Not a drop. So then Marty, like, takes I, – I I thought there was going to be, like, a, like I don't know. I was like, is he going to, like, rape her? I don't know why my mind went there, but I was like, is he going to I thought like, maybe he would take out that her? wacky condom that he had at the beginning. Yeah, what was that? <laughs> the one that was scrub brush. That was a really fucked that. up condom. I don't know what the fuck that was supposed to be. It I'm sorry. Like a, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. A, I'm sorry. A condom. A condom? Condom. A Jimmy? Do you have a Jimmy? <laughs> but it had, like, tentacle fingers on it. I didn't get it. I didn't get it. I believe yeah. that's what they call an octopus five. I'm just making – no, I'm not making that up. We'll talk about that another time. That's if not, that's what it should be called. Um, <laughs> but I thought he I, – I had a really rapey moment in my mind there, and I was like, is, is she going to get out alive? Like, is he going to take What is it with you and raping? I don't know. Every movie we do. It's not raping. In the climax, you're like, is he going to rape her? He did that with slashers. <laughs> is he going to rape her? Sticking in her butt is what you kept yelling during the final reel of Slashers. Rape her and stick it in her butt was what you kept saying. I have it on tape. (laughs) Prove it. To prove my point, inserted much later during editing, here is footage of Allison the Wacky during the Slashers episode. Put it in her butt. She deserves it. <laughs> Toss it in the butt. It's like you're almost disappointed when Michael doesn't kill and rape her. Well. <laughs> you're like, I kind of wanted... It would have Says been the female guest I have on the show. <laughs> the views of the guests do not necessarily represent those of the Screen Queens Horror Podcast. <laughs> I'd like cut to... <laughs> Cut to put it in the butt. <laughs> put it in her butt. You said it like 14 times. <laughs> it's one of those things I play over and over sometimes. It's your ringtone, isn't it, Patrick? <laughs> no. <laughs> 
it's oh. my wake up alarm clock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. Oh my goodness. Uh-huh. You did. But I legit thought he was gonna too. rape her. Uh huh. <laughs> I did. I thought he was gonna rape her, but no. But then this is where the movie really gets weird because I thought it was gonna end on. A, a note of trying to like say something about mental illness, I guess. Oh, this good luck with that. This is where I'm going to get deep because I try. I'm, I'm grasping at the They start playing the sad Hulk music. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I thought, so he kills her and then he starts just like randomly walking around, like getting ready to leave, I guess, like collecting his murder instruments that he's been collecting for 10 years. And all of a sudden he walks into a room and there's a whole bunch of like, Fog from a fog machine, and he all of walk into a room. He walks through a, suddenly a door frame yeah. in like a black box theater. Yep, and all of these the people that he's killed are now in like ghostly makeup with like really teased hair and whatnot, and they're all like coming out of the fog and you know trying to like he's like oh he and can't get away. Scary from things it. like yeah. no want to party, Marty. Like tits and screw and fuck. Um, <laughs> And Let's party. Party, party. And I thought this was going to end on like a statement that even though he killed them all and tried to get his revenge, it still fucked him up and he can never he can never forget what happened even though he killed them and thought like right. right I thought that, that revenge was, doesn't doesn't help. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. I revenge can't believe you thought there was going to be a moral to an 80s slasher movie, but please continue. <laughs> but then it Jumps in time again? Backwards? I don't know. Hard cut to a completely new scene. Hard cut cut. to reality, Allison. Hard cut to reality in a hospital, I guess, when the prank first happened? Back in the day? No, it's now. No, because as they would say on on, on How Did This Get Made, this is like a whole Jacob's Ladder scenario. (laughs) (laughs) None of this actually happened. This is all Marty's fantasy in his hospital bed. Oh. We call this incidents at Owl Creeks around this woods. <laughs> and then the news pulled up and he woke. Oh, and he was dead. Yeah. <laughs> but he killed a nurse? I don't... And he, so he's got bandages all over his... This is why I thought it went backwards in time. No, it went... No, it went nowhere in time because nothing that happened. It's like he's escaping now, and maybe now all of this is going to happen. Oh, uh, well, I mean, so, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, so it kind well, of that part is just, <laughs> didn't really happen. <laughs> <laughs> and he's actually been killed by the zombie people. And then other scene, and that part is the Jacob Ladder scenario. Maybe this is really all just a horror version of Quantum Leap, and he has a chance... <laughs> To do it over again and make it right. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, if it was Scott Bakula in that shower at the beginning, I would have been much happier with the movie. He is so handsome. Scott Bakula could show me his butthole anytime. <laughs> and I was not prepared for a butthole 15 minutes in the movie. Like, you know, normally, I mean, you saw deep into that crack. Yes. You saw really deep into that poor boy's crack, who's now dead. <laughs> Maybe this leap will be the leap home. It's the crack. That's it. It's oh, right slider. Sliders right in the crack. That was terrible. <laughs> I hated this movie so much. Well, he pulls his... So wait, 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 wait hold on. But this is what I don't get. So, uh, so the alarm is nerd. going off. Yeah. And they don't give two shits. Again, very lazy. They're just kind of like, uh, an alarm's this going off. This is why I, 
the UK, you can brag about your. That Dodgers like I have to sign this form. <laughs> Excuse me, this paperwork is very important. Oh, he looks fuck. put what out. I'm pretty sure he's out like this. Ugh. <laughs> Her again, yeah. Yeah, and he goes into the and the nurse goes into the room and is like, "Oh, Marty, the plastic surgeon did such a wonderful job. You're gonna look right as rain." And so I guess the plastic surgery did do fine. I don't know. And then the nurse tries to like, give him a sedative to like calm him down because he's going berserk. Nurse tries to give him a sedative and he's fighting it. Finally, doc, lazy doctor man comes in and he's like, whoa, 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 nurse, what's going on in here? And you turn around. Hello, and you have, what's like, this? Hello? Yeah. <laughs> and you have like a Joker moment where like, he turns around and it's not the nurse, it's, it's Marty. Marty. But now half of his bandages are off, so you know it's Marty for sure. And he had, and he had the time to put on the nurse's outfit. Yeah, nope. he had time on his And he jams that needle from the sedative right in between the doctor's eyes. And then for some reason he goes to the mirror and starts like pulling his own skin grafts off. And that's how the movie ends. Yep. And the way it's framed, you can't even really see what he's doing. Nope. Nope. And it's in super slow motion, so you can take a long time seeing yep. that. You really can't see the special effect that you want me to be seeing. You can't see the latex <laughs> pulling and stretching or anything. It's just like, whatever. That, whatever. But you get to hear the theme idea. song one more time. April Fool's Day! <laughs> Thanks, Harry Manfredini. <laughs> this was awful, but the tits were great. Movie was awful. I was really hoping that it was going to end on a note on mental illness. Just like, I never get to leave. And then he just like, then he just lives. And there's like a weird, there's a weird cleaning montage. There was no montages in this at all. Zero montage. So there could have been a montage where Marty tries to clean up the school. And then he opens up a boarding school for mentally unstable. And And he's like, it's okay because I didn't kill the babies, but I did kill the babies. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that movie. Didn't you kill the babies? I don't know. That's a weird, weird state of affairs. When evil laugh from the same year is a better movie. (laughs) True, true. Then Slaughter High, which got picked up and got a theatrical release. I remember this in the theaters. I remember seeing the ads in the paper and even at that point going, no. (laughs) No, thanks. No. Oh, and how about that one really t- – I forgot about the one point. Early on, they're fucking around, and somebody found a hockey mask and put it on. They actually did a ch Yeah. yeah. Did you think Who'd I you was? think I was? Jason <laughs> And there you, can, there you have it, the Friday the 13th Spectacular. There you go. Wow. Um, would, Jason Cameo. Would not recommend. Movie. And you know what I have to say? Fuck Brian Wolford. Oh, I, I say that all the time, but why this time? <laughs> because he loves this movie. I just mentioned it. He's like, I love this movie. It's the best movie. Man. And I remember when Drunken Zombie got a copy of it, and they were like, this is the best movie ever. And I was like, I hate you all because I remember this movie, and it's terrible. <laughs> and then I thought, well, you know, it's for the Friday the 13th Spectacular. Perhaps it will be fun. It's not fun. <laughs> no. no. It's not fun. It's trying to be funny. It's, it doesn't have to do the horror well. It doesn't do the comedy well. The special <laughs> effects are sloppy. The pacing's way off. Everybody's oh, yeah. really old. Yeah. And there's nobody you're rooting for. Like, no. there's nobody you want to live. No, not at all. Not at all. Yeah. No. There was nobody that you were like, oh, I thought they were going to make it. Oh, no, everybody is absolutely repulsive. Yep. 
hundred percent. I don't know. I did Except not like the tits. it. You know, the tits are good, and Frank's butt was all right. Yeah, you know, but it wasn't. It wasn't good. And Brian Wolford, you know, I want that time in my life back. <laughs> he made me watch this. He, I listened to his challenged podcast. I want that time back. Um, oh, burn. burn! Oh. Um, but no, I, 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 I love Brian Wolford, but I do not trust his taste. In, no, in horror movies no, 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 no. I, I mean, I make, I make it a point now. I, I know you guys follow me on Facebook. That every post that he posts, <laughs> so oh. I have to make fun of his mom. Patrick, <laughs> I don't know if you've noticed, but I heart every single one of those. <laughs> if I don't see it, that's the only reason I haven't read it. Freddie from Living Podcast said, "I'm collecting all of your Brian, your mom comments, and I want to put them all in needlepoint somehow. <laughs> <laughs> a little needlepoint pillow." We we have uh, one friend that whenever he's insulting something, he calls it the Brian Wolford of whatever it is. <laughs> and then we have another friend that whenever he writes it, says, this guy gets it. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be something unreal. It'll be like a post I make, and my buddy Joe will be like, oh, yeah, that was sure the Brian Wolford of that. And then my buddy Michael will be like, this guy gets it. And they'll tag Wolford, too. He just ignores him now. <laughs> I love Brian Wolford with all of my heart, but right now I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that, that he clouded my judgment. I hate that this movie lied to me, telling me that it was from the creators of Friday the 13th, <laughs> when it's not. Otherwise, I would never have picked it, and I would never have inflicted it on YouTube. And now here we are. See, I Here was... we are, here we are, knee-deep in an Arnie Palmer heart, ice deep. <laughs> knee-deep in a poop sub pump. With melted underwear and tits that won't burn. Yep. <laughs> yep. This is my life, guys. This now, is my life. I was excited for like five minutes until I looked up what this movie was. Because when I was a kid, probably the only horror movie I saw when I was a kid, because for some reason Fox in the afternoon played this, this horror movie set. It was in the 80s, and it was like after school and there's like these punks that were like killing people and that's what I thought this movie was because I uh, don't know the life of me what that movie was that sounds like it's either class of 1984 or the new kids Ooh, I'll have to look up which one of those it is and then, but that's what I thought this was like Slaughter High alright it could be that movie and the if, first it, thing was, I if thought, it was Fox it was probably the new kids was there a roller coaster involved I don't believe so Okay, then it was probably class of 1984. Class of 1984 got a lot of, like, orange, like, camera filters on it. I, remember I don't remember. It's been a long time, but they were, okay. like, total, like, total, like, punk punks, and they were against yeah. their teacher, and baby Michael J. Fox is in it. <gasps> wow. I love Michael J. Fox. We in share a birthday. He dies in it. Oh. Sorry, get... spoiler. Sorry, the movie's 25 years old. I can fail. Oh, yeah. He had to get right. up, up to the set for Midnight Madness. He couldn't hang around too long. True. It's true. true. I love Michael J. Fox. Me too. I do. I, I cool. pretty, he would have been great in this movie. He would have. Anyone would have been better in this and movie. He would have just shown up at the end and been like, okay, listen, guys. <laughs> we got to go back to the future. <laughs> we got to go back in time. Make I'm sure turning into Teen happen. Wolf. I've had it with this shit. <laughs> the secret of my success is not appearing in movies like this. Oh, that was a good one. That nice. was a good one. Nice. <laughs> uh, have we all stayed in the bright lights big city none of this would have happened of Dodgeville 
Doc Hollywood. Yep. <laughs> oh, I thought we were just naming Michael J. Fox. <laughs> Was I supposed to pun that a little bit? Oh, sorry. No, it's fine. It's fine. Well, you know, her, her, her agent could have been Doc Hollywood. Well, Doc Hollywood, yeah, I don't want to do go. that movie. There you go. I like Doc Hollywood. That picture. That picture. That picture. I wanted to, after this, I said, man, you know, I really do want to, this wasn't really, it wasn't a super good horror movie. We've discussed it. But I was like, man, I really want to watch a horror movie. I looked at Brian and I said, man, we should put slashers on. <laughs> that was she better than this. Loves going back I to love slashers. Chainsaw Charlie is like the best. <laughs> Doctor Giggles ripoff, totally <laughs> awesome. I'm not Doctor Giggles. I'm gonna have to do Doctor Giggles with you, even though I know there's no tits in that. Because <laughs> the funny thing is, the I've 90s never and nobody seen Doctor Giggles. In the 90s. I've never seen Doctor Giggles. I just know that it's a thing. <laughs> so it's like, it's oh, you've never Giggles. seen it? Never seen Doctor Giggles. Well, I've ruined it. There's no tits. Oh. What's the point? What's the point? Why is this Why even a go thing? on living? Why do I go on living? I can't. But this was probably the the worst of the yeah. movies. What was the name of the one that we watched where they were in the um the furniture store? That oh, hide and go shriek. No, hide and go shriek. Yeah. Okay, okay. I couldn't remember the name, but I think that this is even worse than hide and go shriek. Because yeah. that you was my life. Parts of that because it had great tits and there was stuff to it, make fun oh, of. Yeah. There's nothing even to make fun of in this. Yeah, you, it was hard to even, like, write any... That's like, why we got through this recap so fast compared to every other episode we've done. Yeah, it just wasn't fun. You didn't connect with anybody. There was way too many cast members. We could have written a better... Like, we could have pooped out a better script and better Boobed concept. Out. <laughs> pooped out, boobed out a better... Like, we did on this show where we were like, okay, get it. This is now Marty, and he opens up a school for, like... And then it becomes Arkham Asylum, and it becomes part of the deep. The picture really was Two Face. I mean, we get picked up by Warner Brothers. Yep, <laughs> yep, writes itself, guys. This was the Two Face origin story. That's what this was. Should have been. Am I wrong? Pitch it. Let's pitch it. <laughs> I'm, I'm holding in a burp, so that's my pitch right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there it is. All right, guys. I think we have done Slaughter High. This has been the worst Friday the 13th spectacular <laughs> ever. And you know whose fault it is? Brian Wolfords. Brian Wolfords. <laughs> Brian Joseph Wolford. Brian Wolford is now the man who killed the Friday the 13th spectacular. <laughs> I might never do another Friday the 13th Spectacular. And you know why? Because now I won't trust anybody. I'd be like, did Frank Mancuso really make this movie, or is it a lie? <laughs> uh, I can't believe they just lied about that. Yeah. That is amazing. Harry Manfredini is the only connection I can find, and I went up and down IMDb. Wow. It's not even from the same studio. Wow. It's not even from the same continent, you guys. <laughs> oh, man. You know what I want to do? Just totally off topic. Meet me I... in the... <laughs> Have me in the emergency room. <laughs> I want to go back and watch all of those like made-for-TV movies, Stephen King movies as an adult. Not not like not the miniseries. No, not like the stand. I'm talking like Cat's Eye, Silver Bullet, like those ones that they would play those, on USA late at night. Excuse me, 
those were studio releases. Yeah, those were they? studio releases. Okay, so maybe, yes, I just, they were. Maybe, I, maybe I just saw them when they were playing on, like, USA yeah. late at yeah, night. Yeah, yeah you're, you're talking about shit like sometimes they come back. Yes, that's what I want. I don't want to watch The Stand. Or Langoliers. Yeah, I don't want to watch, I mean, even though I love the, the It. 1991. The I don't it. need to watch it again. <laughs> the, the It. The I'd it. like two tickets for The It. <laughs> the It. Excuse me. I see The It. But I want to go back because as a kid, I loved the movie Cat's Eye. It was one Cat's of my Eye's favorites. a decent movie. It is. I want to go back and rewatch those. Maybe that's what we'll do. Uh huh. I mean, I mean, a lot of people hate it. I get a kick out of it. Me too. I mean, the for Cat's what it, Hero. For, for what it is. Yeah. For what Cat's it is. Cat's Hero. Uh huh. I mean, what more can you want? Cat Hero, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's awesome. And they, and they have knockoff police music. They do, yes. Ooh. And they have, like, and the, the special effects on it weren't good because you had, like, the little, like, goblin-y thing that would come out and try to steal your breath. Although I have, I have, I, I put my big frowny face on. I don't like Cat in the electric room, the electric shack room. I don't like that. No? I do not approve of that. No. Nope. I don't approve of no, That's I don't mind when the wife is in the electric shock room. I don't like when the cat's there. Aw, <laughs> <laughs> kitties. But She's no, getting paid. That cat ain't getting paid. <laughs> the cat's owner's getting paid. That cat not getting right. paid. I want to go rewatch those now because I'm on a huge Stephen King kick now because of... We watched It this weekend. It, yeah. this I haven't weekend. seen it yet. That's, I'm going with Bradford on Monday, and I'll have to explain it all to him because he knows nothing about anything. I'll be interested but, to see what you wait, think who is, Why? Why? What, who is that? Why is he in the sewer? Is he homeless? Is he homeless? <laughs> is he destitute in some way? <laughs> oh, that poor someone should make him a casserole or something. Put that down the sewer for that poor man. Not me. I have one of my neighbors do it. It's one of the people at church. But I don't want to do it. But I don't want him. I don't want. I don't want that kind of clown hanging in my sewer. No, <laughs> not my neighborhood. No. No. That, is that I it? Liked it. Is that it? Is that it? No, that's a car, Bradford. Oh. Which one is it? Is that, is that it? Is no, it? that's a tree, Bradford. <laughs> Which one is it? I really liked it, but I'm on a huge kick now. I actually never have read the book, though I know a lot about it. But I think I'm going to love... actually read the book. Okay, here's your tip for the book. Every it's 200 long. pages or so, they, have, they will interrupt the action for something called the Dairy Chronicles. And it's always on a cliffhanger. You can completely skip... All the Terry Chronicles oh, and okay. miss nothing. Okay. Oh, this is you like, will save yourself 400 pages. I have never like read the Terry Chron- Chronicles because it's always on a goddamn cliffhanger. I said, I can't be bothered about what happened <laughs> in 1784 in Derry. I don't give a shit. <laughs> like the, the graphic novel, The Watchmen, at the end of each chapter is like four pages of just text before the next chapter. And it's like, I didn't pick up a comic book to do some to goddamn read. homework. I'm here to look at pictures yep. <laughs> with little bubbles and, 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 and overly sexualized boobs. Yeah. I'm just saying that those pages made that book even more insufferable than it actually is. is I'm a, a comic fan. fan. I do not like The Watchmen. I think it's pretty fucking horrible. But I'm going to read the It book. The screenplay the the podcast does not support or deny the, ex- <laughs> the ex- opinions expressed by Brian J. Polk. However, the Scream Queens Horror Podcast does denounce everything involving Brian Wolford. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. I read his copy of Watchmen. I'm glad I never bought that piece of shit book. <laughs> good, good. I hope he pooped on it and gave, gave back. Boob. He boobed on it. 
He boobed on it. It's the it's like it's like that it's like Troll Two. Boomblock <laughs> is goblin spelled backwards. Poop is boob spelled upside. Oh my god. <laughs> Okay, guys, thank you very much. Thank you for spending your Friday night with me. And I'm going to go back to what I was doing before I was talking to you. You know how I was spending my Friday night previous to this? How? Because I'm an animal. I was watching reruns of Facts of Life on YouTube. Nice. The Halloween episodes because they're so scary. Okay, thank you, guys. I'm so sorry about this movie. Next time, I will try to get you a watchable movie. (laughs) Please, please. But you know what? At this point, don't. It's more fun this way. (laughs) Is it really? Sometimes. Sometimes. Is it really? Because this was not. Unless you do want me to watch Dr. Giggles, because I've, like I said, never seen it. I you know what? I might cut you, but you know I haven't seen it in a long time. I didn't like it, but, you know, I mean, cause there's no poops, there's no gore, but we know what we'll talk <laughs> about. We'll talk about it next time. It's a, it's a cliffhanger, kids. Will we talk about Dr. Giggles, or will we not? Now time to read the Dairy Chronicles. <laughs> the Dairy Chronicles, not the Dairy Chronicles. That's about cows. <laughs> It's about your favorite cheeses. <laughs> In the clown hall. Get out of my show. Right, thanks for having me. Bye bye. Happy Halloween October greetings to you, Patrick, and to Flem as well, and whoever else might be lurking about in the closet. Skeletons, you know. Ah, this is Zombie Girl TJ. Hi, I have a recommendation for your October Ooh. horror movie, uh, Travelganza, whatever you're calling it. No, that's for Friday the 13th. Uh, hi, hi gorgeous, by the way. Uh, see the Argentinian movie Plaga Zombie hyphen Zona Mutante. It was made back in the 90s, I think the late 90s, uh, by three or four very um, earnest young men from Argentina who really wanted to make a zombie movie. And it is uber low budget, and it has subtitles. But it's kind of a hoot because you can really see their enthusiasm for it. Oh, that was Norny meowing at you. Hi, Norny! Anyway, and then if you've still got the time and the stomach for it, I discovered they've made at least one sequel. Uh-huh. Because Plaga Zombie um, 
Revolution something. Spit it out. Gosh, no, I can't remember the last part. Oh of my it. god! I just saw the link for it. It's a, it's another Plaga Zombie movie. Only it's a musical. So maybe what? they were inspired by the success of Evil Dead the musical. I don't what? Know. So there you go. If you don't mind reading some subtitles, it's out there on YouTube. Love no, you guys. So- Hope you're having a great Halloween month. Yeah. And talk to you soon. Bye. TJ, thank you very much for the recommendation. I definitely appreciate it. Um, I've gotten tons of recommendations from listeners, and I have to say up front that there's no way I'm getting to all of them because I do somewhat have a plan. I have movies that, you know, that, of course, I've already recorded that I'm planning to record with people. I have some things that are popping up in my cues, my various cues that I definitely want to talk about, but I also want to leave room for surprises, but I definitely want to get to at least one or two listener recommendations, and you know, TJ, I don't do zombie movies as a rule, I'm over zombies, and now I just want to jump straight to the musical one, but I kind of feel, well, well, I mean, it's a zombie movie, how hard will it be to follow, but all right, all right, you recommended the other one, so if I cover it, TJ, I will cover it. The first film. But of course, you're going to be held responsible. I will have to put you up against the firing squad for that. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, when you recommend a movie to me, I am thrilled about it. But since I have very precious time and I watch enough crap on my own, if I do not like the movie, there will be punishment. You will be humiliated in front of the entire podcast community. But if I like it, rewards will be heaped upon you in abundance. So... It's always an act of bravery to recommend a movie to me, even though I promised that I was lifting the firing squad rule for Halloween. You recommended a zombie movie. I might have to put that back in effect just for you, girl. And also, I have to figure out, though, which which, which zombie girl TJ am I talking to right now? Which one of you recommended this movie? Which one of the many, many TJs that are out there right now? Do I put up against the wall? You see, we had a screening, an online screening, one of my favorite, you know, the Scream Queens drive-in showed Slaughter High this past Sunday. And it was a hoot. Thank you, everybody who showed up. I really enjoy these things. And I don't like this movie, but it was so much more fun. You know, bad movies are always better when you share them with friends together, togetherness and everything like that. But for some reason, like TJ was hogging up like 10 slots in the room. There was like 85 TJs listed in there. And I was like, what is going on? We've got a cloning machine going on. So I just need to know which TJ needs to be punished or rewarded depending but something tells me you're going to be punished just call it a bias thank you for calling tj and an early happy halloween to you and that is all the listener correspondence i got for this episode and that's fine because we're running a bit long because normally i do not do voicemails when i have guests on but since we're going into the marathon even when i have guests on even though in the past, the, the uh, marathon has been many episodes. We're going to have full-length episodes mixed in with the mini-sized episodes. And let me tell you, I am going to have so much work to do, I am not going to have time to deal with voicemails until November. However, that much said, if you're doing something cool this Halloween, particularly if you're going to a haunted attraction, a haunted house, a hayride, something like that, I want to hear all the details. 
That was a great episode we did last year when everybody called in and told me all about the scary places you went and saw and did. And if you're doing something really off the wall that I can't imagine, I want to know about it. Your the, your fellow screamers want to know about it. So that will be the first episode in November. So I'm warning you in advance right now. Get your voicemails about your Halloween experience in Two nine one seven seven two zero two zero four seven, or you can write me old school style at crew at screamqueens.com and as always, that's Queens with a Z at the end, like Liza. Or you can find me on Facebook by doing a search for Scream Queens, the podcast where horror gets gay. You can find me on Twitter at Scream Queens, and you can find Alexis's work. Over at the Instagram account, which is Scream Queens Podcast. Yeah. So now you can go check out stuff over there and see what kind of cool stuff she's doing and, and get that going. Because daddy don't know how to do any of that stuff. She is a hashtag queen. I can't hashtag to save my life. My hashtags are hilarious, but they no, do no good for internet searching at all. So by all means, go check that out because it's awesome. So... This brings an end to another Friday the 13th Spectacular. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you didn't, fuck you. No, no, no. (laughs) Of course you enjoyed it or you wouldn't still be listening, right? Of course, right. So as we prepare to go into the marathon, wish me luck. And I'm wishing, like I did TJ, all of you a brilliantly spooky Halloween season, not just the day, but the whole thing leading up to it. And, of course, if you want even more Scream Queens, you can become a patron. You head on over to www.patreon.com slash Scream Queens, and you become a subscriber, and you will get access to the final reel, which is bonus episodes, uh, newsletter, video newsletter, and all kinds of interesting tidbits that pop up when I think of them. And, and it's super cool, and you'll be in with the cool kids, and you'll find out dirt that these regular folk will never know. Never, never, never. Sure, I leak stuff on here every now and then, you know, give you a little teaser, but I'm not giving away all my secrets, you know? A girl's got to have some mystery. Am I right? Of course I'm right. Have we learned nothing today? I'm always right. So until next time, my beautiful, beautiful, beautiful screamers, continue to make the world a creepier place. And never, ever, 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 ever forget that Scream Queen's golden rule, fight or flight, survive the night, make it to the final reel, baby. Happy Halloween, two weeks early. Some of the music for tonight's program has been provided by Mavio's Music Service. Check them out at music.mavio.com, bitches. <laughs>